We are alive. Yep. <laughs> Life matters. Hello. We're back in the studio with Ran, Big J, hey. Kyle Lander, and uh, Brentus Brockingham. You can literally just call me Lord. Brentus Brockus. I will not call you Lord. Husband to a murdered wife. Anything. Just come on, man. Father to Lord. a murdered son. I'm not doing it. And I will have not, my vengeance. Got e at the end of the D, so it's Lord Day. Lord Day. <laughs> So, uh, McQueen. Ren, yeah. I understand you have a couple of witty, uh, remarks you'd like to read today. Well, it's, uh, so I'm kind of, you know, I've got kind of like morbid curiosity. Uh, I wonder when this darkness, this inky blackness that we call existence will end. And up until then, I'm kind of diving deep into it. So my, uh, but what happened is my sister apparently bought this like calendar for my mom, which has a bunch of like funny forensic facts. Okay. Uh, and I told my mom, hey, you know, you should just uh, give me those so I can look at them afterwards because I like forensic stuff and, you know, murder mysteries and go your, fuck yourself. Your, Jared, your, your roommate? Did you get this from your roommate? No. Oh. I didn't get it from my roommate. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got it from my mother. <laughs> where, do you, where do you live? You want me to live with your mama? It's time for another. No? no? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I love you. Is she a good cook? Yeah. My mom's a good cook, 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 cook too. Okay, I used to stutter when I was a kid, okay? Hey, I was just going to say, how much, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? See, I'm stuttering now. <laughs> all right, all right. Back to your forensic uh, facts here. Drop some knowledge, man. This inky blackness. Okay. So uh, this is actually, it's like uh, multiple parts, but I only got a couple of parts. So I'm just going to read this off. This is from uh, Forensic Facts, and this is about decomposition. Perhaps the greatest advancement in forensic anthropology came with the opening of the University of Tennessee Anthropological Anthropological Research Facility, more commonly known as the Body Farm. Founded in 1971 by anthropologist William M. Bass, the Body Farm sits on 2.5 acres of wooded land surrounded by a wire fence. Bodies are placed throughout the site in various settings and left to decompose. Different types of scenarios, such as a car accident undiscovered for several days or a murder victim buried in a shallow grave, are simulated to allow insight into the process of decomposition. Over time, the work of the body farm has grown to include other sciences that aid in forensic anthropology, like entomology, the study of insects. Students are also tapped by law enforcement to lend their expertise in real-world cases. The body farm receives more than 100 body donations per year. Skeletal remains go to the farm's bass-donated skeletal collection, where they are a resource for research in forensic taphonomy, which involves the study of decay and fossilization. The Body Farm's first donation arrived in 1981. A 73-year-old man, Nick renamed 1-81, who died of emphysema and heart disease. 1-81 provided Bass and his students with crucial information on the four stages of decomposition. The fresh, st fresh stage. Maggots feed and multiply on the body. The skin on the upper and lower jaw stretches. Hair and skin remain attached to the skull. The bloat stage. After a couple of days of exposure, the body bloats from gases given off by bacteria feeding on the intestines. The decay stage. Microbes and insects consume soft tissue like muscle, ligaments, fat, and so on, causing the body to slowly decompose. The dry stage. After about a month or longer if the body is not exposed to the sun, most of the soft tissue is gone and bones have dried, leaving a skeleton. Now, today, kids, we're going to talk about that great time, the 90s. All right, so uh, one question about that. Was that um, like you got half of it? And then you had to wait for the next day to get the rest of it. it was calendar correct? Yeah, this this is actually uh, this is it looks like this comes in at least three parts, and I don't have the first part. 
Okay, so but you did have to wait a day, so it's like you read half of it, and then you were like, "All right, I guess I'll wait for the no, next no, day." No, no, because this is my mom's calendar, so she just every couple of days roommate. she gives me a couple of pages. <laughs> Does your roommate wait to rip like to read the rest of it? Like, so she like read them one day, and she's like, "Oh, that's pretty interesting," and then oh, I never know. I gotta rip the rest of it off. I think what he's trying to ask is, does she just read through them to finish them at one time, or does she wait day by day? She just saves them on her desk until she has a few, and then she gives them to me. But does she read them day by day? Yeah, I would imagine so. It's a gift for my sister, and she likes her most of all. Yeah. Yeah. I still think you're missing the point here. (laughs) No? You guys are asking if she even bothers to read them or if she just gives them to me. No, no. I'm saying, (laughs) does she read it? Does she wait? Wednesday the 27th. Does she read it and then sit there and hang on to it? And then when it's the 28th, she rips the 27th off and then reads the remainder of the story. You know what I'm saying? It's a goddamn Ziggy calendar, bro. Well, yeah, but it's it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. <laughs> Does she read ahead is what he's getting at. Does she read the story ahead? No. no she, she actually waits she, for it. She waits for it. So I imagine every saying, morning yeah, cool, when man. she gets up to go to work, i.e. moves over to her desk, which is next to her bed. Your roommate is a stronger person than I am because I would just read through the goddamn thing. Okay. Me too. You guys call my mom a fucking roommate one more time. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> I didn't say a fucking word, dog. I'm just sitting here. You had a fucking twerk in what little bit of a mustache you've been able to fucking create. Why are you going after me? Like, direct insight. Because I'm pretty sure you got a secret fucking ch- chat group with these motherfuckers telling them to start calling my mom a fucking roommate. No, it's just funny. <laughs> sounds like you had a rough 90s. You've you got you to gotta be honest. If any of the rest of us were in that situation, we'd be making fun of you, too. We used to make fun of Brent all the time, and we'd say, I live in my sister's basement. True. It's true. We actually called it apartment 1B. I did. One Brent. I live at my dad's house. What was it like listening to the thing that kept your sister (laughs) from getting pregnant being flushed right next to you? Come on, man. Yeah, see? Shut the fuck up. It's uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, we didn't go that deep with your place. You, I've met your ex. You get a pass. (laughs) She's the devil. Yeah. I lived in this very studio. You Man. humped right here. I did. I humped right there. <laughs> well, at least I once. For, I, I humped I, over there, too. I got my ass kicked I playing Mortal Kombat with you right over there. It's on the ceiling. Remember? Hmm. We played Mortal Kombat, and I couldn't beat you for some yeah, reason. Yeah, right here. Right here yeah. on the couch. Ah, <laughs> uh, memories. you got you got to see my gamer rage. Oh, man. He kept getting real mad, and I was fucking hammered. Like, dude. I wasn't even getting yeah, mad at him. Drunk. I was like, I was basically like inspirational 90s coach to myself. Come on, Ren. I expect better from you. I've been with you all these years. You're a champion, and I know it. You know what? Every time he'd do that, yeah, I never heard that part. I just always hear him say, I quit you. For those of you listening, yes, I currently live with my mother. Yes, I am a man in his late 30s. I have also had some crippling hospitals bills. Okay? I've had some legal issues. why are you looking at me? I was looking at your phone because you got a notification. Why don't you take a look at it? Why don't you have a seat? Go ahead and walk it off. So I am currently paying off that debt. I I have a very good paying job. Not as good as some people here sucking off the union teat of this country. Local. Local 5-9, go fuck yourself, whatever. Not even close, but close enough. Yeah, the go fuck yourself was right. (laughs) I will be looking to purchase a home in the next year and a half. And for some reason, I am talking like a jackass. Yes. <laughs> Do you want me to edit it out? No, keep it. No, in. It's, man, it's, it's, it's authentic. Look at all these hot babes that just showed up for Rand. <laughs> right? Oh, Randy, I love you. I touch my boobs. 
I didn't know Cartman was a female. <laughs> oh my god, Randy, I'm a fucking kid. Screw, screw you guys, I'm going home to my roommate. I don't... <laughs> Roommate, kitty's being a dildo. Now it's not fun anymore. You, you, you took it back from us. You stole yeah. the power back. And I would, I would like to point out one, one fact, one fact alone. Go ahead. The only reason I said roommate was so we didn't have to state that you lived with your mom. <laughs> I was trying to be nice about the whole yeah. thing. There yeah. was no negative connotation to it whatsoever. L- let's hear it back. Let's hear the tone. I just said your roommate. Come on, play it back now. Let's hear it. I'm pretty sure it was more like a roommate. Pretty sure it was more like that. That's what I meant. I meant it like that. <laughs> I meant it in a real shit. Anyway. Way. All right. Well, now that we've cleared that whole debacle up. No, 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 no. I want, I want to div- dive a little deeper into this. So it's, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like the guy in prison who's young. Okay. No, no, no. He's young. <laughs> Where's he, this he going? Get, he gets saddled with like the biggest, baddest dude that likes fucking people in the ass, right? Which one are you? I'm the I'm the guy that like that gets fucked in the ass. What does your mom do? To you? <laughs> <laughs> That's for another podcast. Uh, so what I'm saying Randy's is, Randy's mom, if you're listening, what I'm saying is, we're is worried about him. Just like that guy, I understand the absurdity of the fact that I am an older gentleman who lives with his mother, but I have basically it's kind of like uh, what's that thing, uh, Nightingale syndrome, or it's I, Nightingale. Your syndrome. mom wants no. to kill you? No. <laughs> That's not Nightingale. Nightingale is where like you fall in love with your captor, with uh, with no, not with your Stockholm. Yeah, so it's yes, uh, and Nightingale is where you feel the need to like take care of people. Uh, fuck it, I forgot what the actual syndrome is, but basically it's like the guy that gets fucked in the ass. After a certain amount of time, you just accept it. Like, hey, I'm the guy that gets fucked in the ass, so you kind of got to lean into it. I'm the guy that lives with his mother. That's a really bad analogy for living with your mom, dog. <laughs> You take it in the ass and live with your mom? <laughs> Dude, there's no good way to take the fact that I'm almost 40 and I live with my mother. But, no, you know what? I'll give you this. You you did do a lot. You've 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 actually completely, like, changed your basic core of who you are as a person. You know, mm. you lost a bunch of weight. You got in shape, went military, did a whole bunch of stuff trying to change your situation. And some stuff didn't work out for you. And, you know, I mean... Hence the inky blackness. Or but, you could also just blame it on COVID, bro. But you being there. Pandemic, man. Like, you've been it's a, a, a stable pandemic. A stable Son person for your mom to, you know. Depend on. Depend on. And you've been there for your nieces, which is huge. You know, I mean. That's, just the one niece. The rest are shit. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you, know, you were technically there for the other ones. Yeah, she, she, she burned that bridge. Well, I know. But I'm saying you were there yeah. when you didn't have to be. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. Just like you are with the niece and even the niece's sister. You're there for her, too. She's a sweetheart, too. You're a good boy, Ran. We're not, like I said, there was no judgment at all. Oh, you guys don't need to get to deep. I'll this, get th- deep. This, no, this is like, literally, this is, other than the other times that I, uh, I uh, get pissy at you guys. Uh, how do I say this? The other times I get pissy, it's because of me. I'm actually not pissy about that. Well, I just want you to know there was no judgment. You guys can't tell when I'm actually pissy when I'm just busting your balls? No. No. <laughs> kind of a bitch. I wasn't listening. What did you say? Wait, did you say I'm kind of a bitch? Uh, Big J, you're fantastic today. Go fuck yourself. You know I love you, Randy. I always, I always invite you over anytime I'm I, doing something. I think we should have another round of combatives training. What do you think, Brent? 
Whoa, no. Oh. Are we just going to air our Not grievances okay. with everybody? <laughs> Zach, you can't see stuff. Brent, you smoke. Kyle, you're short. Shit. I make kidney stones. No, I feel real bad about there myself. There we go. <laughs> I Kyle. Feel better. Wait, well, we didn't. Oh, wait, you did. Yeah, you have kidney stones, loser. You suck. Okay. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to hear some real fucking down talk? Because oh, I can fucking scathe some people. <laughs> Kyle, you make me disappointed that people in real life can't be as awesome as they are in movies. Jared, <laughs> you make me super okay. sad that I wasn't raised on a farm and got to wake up to a wholesome American <laughs> life every day. That's just depressing. That was gentle. There's okay? just, there's just <laughs> shut the fuck up. The best is coming. Oh, God, Zach, are you gonna, the best is coming? So shouldn't I be last? Your ability to persevere over the shitty hand that you were dealt straight out of the fucking cooch is an inspiration <laughs> to me, and one of the reasons I have kept you around as long as I have. Oh man, oh, you know it's time for another. Doesn't for Brent one. get one? Oh, Brent, wait, nice beard. Wait, wait for it. Wait, wait for best it. for last. Brent. I was always super pissed when I first met you that we didn't spend more time together, even though I knew you were younger and we didn't have much in common. I always thought you were a really cool, based motherfucker, and I always really thought that maybe you should ditch some of the bitches you were with because they were always hampering your dick. True. Burn. And Randy, you are effervescent. You are too messent. Juicy. And your ability to turn words into shit that no one understands but they still feel is deep. What the fuck is this guy's leather jacket right now? Because that's yeah. all you're missing. Yeah, Take you a... should just ride off into the sunset. Put them sunglasses on, <laughs> hop on your Harley, and get the fuck out of here. Throw the soapbox you know out the, the door. <laughs> Most of the time, like it's it's kind of like, how do I say this? Okay, you know Jim Carrey and the mask? Of course. I'm aware. So the mask, it's kind of like the Batman-Bruce Wayne dilemma. I am, like, actually, the mask is my true persona, and Randy... Is what I put on all the time. Because I know that if I was myself all the time, you guys would probably have me committed. He's wearing a Randy suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally got the extra large. <laughs> sugar. Water. <laughs> More sugar. Hey, when would that movie come out? Ooh, it came Anger. out in the 90s. Anger. I'm 7, 98, something like that. Which brings us to our topic. I'm going to yeah, say, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. it came out in 96. Segway. I'm going to say 97. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say that was a dope-ass movie when it came out. But Wait, we're not talking movies today. Okay, so Independence Day came out in 1996. So I'm going to say Men in Black was late 98, early 99. Yeah. Ooh, Kyle Ender gets it with the win, 97. Oh, really? Oh, I thought we were talking yeah. about The Mask. A year after Independence Day? Just yeah. one of the uh, many no, the movies ma- I saw at the theater. The Mask would have been 94. Too. Okay, see, I was right on 94 with The Mask. You said 94? Yeah, I, I'm not we were, sure. I'm I just. Thought we were talking about the mask. Not I'm just throwing. Sh- <laughs> I'm gonna say 95 for the mask. You know, it's just like Chili Jim Night. Carey, I'm just throwing shit out my Cameron ass. Diaz. Oh man, she was smoking in that. She was I, smoking. Well, she kind of has that Jennifer Garner thing going on where, if you, yeah. look, where if you look at her from the right angle, you're like, dang, and then she turns like 12 degrees, and Dude. you're like, oh. <laughs> well, this is you're talking about Cameron Diaz, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, did you guys ever see the BDSM video she did? So it was like a modeling type video she did, and it was around the time of the mask. It was like young Cameron Diaz. It wasn't like later Cameron Diaz. It wasn't like possible multiple surgeries. Cameron so it was Diaz. a casting couch. Yeah, if if this was modern times, it would have been backroom casting couch. It was great sights, good features. So it was her in like the leather get-ups and stilettos and fishnets type stuff. Oh, no butthole. Yeah. No, I, well, I haven't seen the video. 
Sounds, that's that's sounds not my, real nice. I gotta go, guys. That's not my kink. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my kink. As I have said, mine is uh, Japanese gynecologist exams gone wrong. Okay. Well, <clears throat> oh, it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Big J is right. That does bring us to our topic this week: mm-hmm. the '90s. We are all products of the '90s, except for you, Big J. Good God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I Gotta was throw eight it years in. old. Like I, I'm, I'm you were primetime '90s. I'm picturing him at the breadlines. Man, you know? I had the dopest flat top. I was rocking my Bugle Boys and my London Fog. I was just the coolest kid in the streets, man. Flat, flat top. Wait, on your head? On my head. You had hair? I had a beautiful head of blonde hair, silky smooth, super soft, just glorious blonde. So. Hair. Young Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you will, I, exactly. or Terry Bollea. What? Handsome. We're gonna we're gonna separate this into a three parter. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about pop culture. Some of the I say food, but when I say food, I mean like food marketing commercials. We're gonna talk about television, uh, and we're gonna talk about some of the awesome ass toys and some of just the cool shit that came out in the '90s that we grew up with. Yeah. Uh, and to start it off, one thing that always, always comes up when you think of the 90s, right? The fucking Super Soaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I should give her a call. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I remember the first Super Soaker being white with yellow and a green bottle. had an orange tip, and it was the oh, pump. Yeah. And it was like, it will shoot up to 50 feet. Oh, yeah. Right? I remember commercials. For toys in the 90s were just so over the top. You see mm-hmm. t- commercials now and they're like, it's my little pony. And they're like, yeah, cool, buy some ponies, whatever. But you saw a commercial in the 90s and they were like, it's my little pony. And you saw kids playing with them and they're like, this is the best day of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was sort of the 90s. All I mean, a lot of stuff was targeted for children. Oh, yeah. And it was always like this, like, overly hyped like i don't know i just shot up a bunch of speed like hey kids like yep. and it was like yep. oh, it was buy this or you're a fool yeah. you know buy and this I, or you're a pussy and all your friends are gonna hate you yeah, yeah. get the new rc tyco rc yeah, dude, oh man the tyco and... the tyco rc Ooh. cars just the commercial you're like the commercials alone oh. you're like oh my god that's the coolest car in the world, man. I got a, I got a, a, a fast tracks. Do you remember those? Was that the one that flipped it's, over? It's the one that had the treads. Oh yeah, yeah. And okay. dude, it, I, I was out there playing with it, jumping it, going to town, having fun. And then growing it up broke. on the farm, it would go everywhere, but it, it didn't break. It, it held up pretty good, until, I was like, hey, got stepped on by a cow. This thing can go over the ditches, <laughs> and it was doing really good until it went right into the ditch, and it never worked again. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I grew up a poor black child, so uh, for Christmas all I got was uh, pictures tore out of magazines of other kids having fun with their toys. Well, oh, then you'll like, hey, then like you'll Randy feel hanging out with his podcast friends, just all alone. <laughs> You're gonna feel the same way when we start talking about all the cool toys we had as kids. So oh, I'm man. sorry. I had the flip over RC type yeah, RC. Right? It had the, yeah, it had the had the white wheels on it. Yeah, the big ones in the back, yep. and then yeah, you could just I'd take it over the gutters yep. in the old neighborhood and flip, bam, flip it over. And... It didn't make that noise. That I wasn't remember... an onomatopoeia. <laughs> Why? Well, I remember uh, <laughs> toy stores were kind of a big deal back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the mall had KB's toys, right? Dude. You had Toys R Us. Toys and if you R went R to Us, Toys R Us, dude. That was a high life. Maybe a little too early. 
I, I don't want to grow up. Dude, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million toys awesome. at Toys R Us that I can play with. From cars to trains to video games is the biggest <laughs> toy store there is. Well, guess what? He grew up, man. I did Toys R Us up. went out. It did. It yeah. Yeah. Super Nintendo came out in the 90s. Oh, yeah. So did the Nintendo 64. PlayStation. Game Sega Genesis Game came out in the 90s. Oh, me and Mortal Kombat. Oh, and not only that, and Sonic but the Hedgehog everybody's too. favorite handheld. That's my favorite. I would fuck with my sister in that one because she was always Thank Tails. You. That was my next and one. And I would jump so that Tails <laughs> couldn't land. The Tails pretty much just screws you over every time when you're playing. I just try to outrun him. I'm still a boss at that game. When I'm I was actually, in college, people used to come over to watch me play it. I'm playing that right now with my niece. Can nice. you come over and play yeah. It's it's on an emulator. It's not an actual. Just gonna say, once you get to Metropolis Zone, that game gets real hard real yeah. quick. I found an emulator, and I found a website called like, well, I, I won't promote or anything, but basically any game all the way from Atari to PlayStation Three, I can pretty much get. Nice. nice. Isn't that illegal? Uh, no, as long as as long as I own the system. And you also pay your monthly subscription of nine ninety nine. You pay 35 rubles, you play all day. No, because you have to Canadian upload... Canadian money? You have to Rubles? upload a BIOS of your own <laughs> system in order to play it. Uh, loonies and toonies? <laughs> so, 90s. Just, I just remember, awesome stuff came out of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just one sec. Just so I'm clear, which subjects are we partitioning to this first episode? Pop culture. Pop culture? Mm-hmm. We'll start with toys. We'll work our way We're, we're going through toys. Well, I didn't realize that uh, fatherhood had its own culture. God, you write like a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Writes like or acts like? Both, but I've never seen him write before. <laughs> he's right-handed, but he draws like he's left-handed. Oh, weird. Killed the good. <laughs> Again, why are you staring at me? I, I defended you. Dude, I always look at you when we're podcasting. It's, it's, it's getting a little creepy. When they talk about murder and you're it, all... It's, it's not that weird because I... <laughs> and you're writing while staring at me. Here, I can, I can make it less uncomfortable. So, I was going to say, if you scoot tell. back two feet, I won't be able to see you. <laughs> so wait, pop culture. Television. Television, okay. I just want to know, because as you know, I am, I'm a pop culture guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there were, like there was that pop culture TV show they had on like science, sci-fi channel or something... Where all it was was people going up against geeks. Uh, I probably could have been like all the geeks at one time. Are you talking about Win Minstein's money? No. <laughs> this was one where it was just like they had like a music geek, a movie geek, and a TV geek. Uh, and I don't know. As someone who soaked up so much of this stuff when I was younger because I was going to be an entertainer, I kind of took that as my job training. And then life happened. So I just, since I've, I'm so well-versed on all of these subjects, I just want to know what I have to limit myself okay. to. Okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put you to the test right now. Okay, pop culture, television, and? That's kind of where we're sticking at right now. Pop toys. culture and television? Yeah, toys. Toys? Okay. Like Furbies. Yeah! <laughs> Do you guys remember when Furby came out? The, oh, yeah. uh, all the uh, cryptic stuff that was going on, how they thought Furbies were spying on us. And oh, yeah. They were well, so yeah, and so now everybody has an Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Alexa's been spying on me forever, man. I will take a Furby over an Alexa any day. Yeah. Because at least it loved me. Those things didn't <laughs> shut the fuck I just, up. I just taught, I, I never had one, but I taught my cousins how to say real bad words. I, I never was, had one either, but like, I always thought, I taught Chuck's poop? how to swear. No, no, no. I was saying real bad words. Oh, okay. Like, like, 
shit. <gasps> oh my gosh. Whoa. Oh my gosh. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. And we boobs. don't fucking talk like that here. <laughs> <laughs> boobs too. Okay. We all remember uh and this will come up in another episode, but we're we're gonna talk about it. There was an awesome movie called Home Alone. Oh yeah. And the reason I bring that up is because there was one toy that came out of that movie. Micro Machines, bro. Micro. The Talk Boy. The Talk Boy. No, Micro oh. Machines are way better. Well, Micro we, Machines are way better. But those had been around. Yeah, prior the Talk to Boy the 90s. was in Home Alone too. Get your shit together, Zachary. That's true. Home Alone in New York. I apologize. Fact the, check. the Donald just, Trump was in that movie too. He was. Fact check. Oh, they're pulling him out. Of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Maca- Ma- Macaulay Culkin is apparently uh, the uh, woke culture is actually going to cut the scene where Donald Trump's in it. Okay, well I still have the original, so can't cut it from yeah. my VHS. No Boom. fact. Yeah. They're going to knock on your door and be like, "We need to see your copy of uh, Home Alone." <laughs> We're here for Home Alone too. Just walk up and cut the tape in half. <laughs> You're fucked now. Have you been speaking to other fans of this film? Where are they? Are they in the attic? <laughs> Show me your papers. <laughs> so the talk boy, man, that was a cool toy. I never had one because I was not uh, privy. That was yeah, an expensive toy back no. in the day. That was a fake toy. It was no, huge. They made it for the movie, and it was a fake thing. And then they came oh, yeah. out with it after the movie. Oh dropped. yeah. Well, do you? And then they had the talk girl. It was the pink version. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I had the shitty version. It was called not as collectible. Back. And then they had the talk boy pen. Dude, I remember, remember the, the talk boy pen. Yes. I think, wasn't this done by the same guy that did the bop it? Oh, I, I think so. Probably, it. honestly. That was the most sexual of all kids' toys. Bop it. Did you ever Flick see it? The, smell it. Did you ever see the original <laughs> version it. of it? Lick it. The original version of bop it was like a kid for like a toy for NASA kids. Like it was super complicated. He had to like dumb it down like three times before it would pass muster. It's only because we're a bunch of terrible people. I know that. Uh, I know that in the nineties, we all spent a lot more time outside. Oh yeah. Right? Yep. And thus became the famous Nerf ball. <laughs> Everybody remembers the Whistler, right? The Whistler. The Vorte- yeah. Nerf Vortex? Dude. Wasn't that what it was called? Yes. The Nerf yeah. Vortex. Yeah, that's right. I got one for Christmas from my big brother uh-huh. in middle school. Or Your big school. brother? So I was a quiet child in elementary school. You don't say. Yep. Very quiet. Didn't say a lot. Now we can't get you, you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he did his goddamn job. Yeah, apparently. I bet you lived with your mom, he, too, didn't you? <laughs> totally roommate. <laughs> roommate, though. But, uh, I, don't My, cu- I don't mean to cut you off, but w- were you one of the kids? Like, I remember. Big brother, big sister. Well, yes. yeah, I just remember there were kids in elementary school. Maybe I'm on something different because I think they were all like super poor kids <laughs> like like the school like sro would like take them shopping and like they'd come back with like new shoes and clothes so, and i just like as a little kid i'm like yeah man i can't wait for my turn we, we, we actually never so with me it was uh they thought that i was mentally challenged <laughs> because i didn't talk a lot well were they right i didn't say much and i mean i was in third grade fourth grade and i was always i hate to say it i was the teacher's pet and Pet Rock, because you were dumb. Dude, I was the worst, man. <laughs> no, and... <laughs> dude, he was, the, he was the coolest dude. He was uh, he was in the Army, and uh, he'd come every two weeks <laughs> and bring McDonald's for me. Had a pocket full of Skittles, and he made you <laughs> dig them out. <laughs> I'm glad somebody bro. else was going there. They were always melty. It was weird. <laughs> He brought like, me a new helmet to wear every two weeks. He'd always come hang out with me, and he, he'd always be like, hey, man. And we always had, like, free reign at the gym, so they'd always be like, let's go 
let's go out for on the lunch break and let's go play whatever game we want to. And so we'd get that, and like all the kids at school wanted to like everybody wanted to come in and hang out because I had an adult hanging out with me. And he got he Snitch. got me the Nerf Vortex football for fucking Christmas one year. Aww. So all the kids walking to school one day, hey, how's it going? I want to be your best friend. I know, and then I was a terrible child from then on out. Well, let's talk. <laughs> okay, that okay. football changed you, man. That football changed. I only me, hang man. out with adults. Like, dude, you're eight. I no immediately, way. <laughs> I immediately knew that I had to be a cool kid, and I had to wear nothing but fucking FUBU. Started rolling his cigarettes Dang. up in his shirt. His I was wearing FUBUs, and, and I had a pair of hundred and twenty dollar Nikes. That I wore everywhere. Actually, so that was a great part of the '90s is that we'd have fifty day, fifties day in elementary yeah. school, and you could actually get away with putting a cigarette pack in your sleeve because that was fifties. Fact. See, we yeah. had that in high school where we had Records Week. Do you remember that? Yeah. Records Week. When, that was actually when I became high school famous. Ooh, we uh, so Records Week we did like fifties Army Day. Uh, Western Day, all this stuff. And then the end of Records Week was we had the Spirit Assembly. And uh, my sophomore and junior year, we had the Hunkman Contest. And this was the 90s when shit wasn't so PC. <laughs> so the the like varsity cheerleaders, so junior and senior girls of the school, voted on the 25 hottest guys. So my sophomore and junior years, I was friends with like all the football players and cheerleaders and stuff because I was the funny fat guy. So the Varsity Girls thought... Hold on, I don't want to cut you off, but I I don't know if you guys remember a movie called uh, Varsity Blues. Randy was Billy Bob. (laughs) Oh, no. I wasn't as big as Billy Bob. I wasn't as big as Billy Bob. Well, no, not as big, but that was your basically your character. Yeah, I was the funny fat dude. I would do stuff like chug, you know, soda uh, very quickly for applause and all that stuff. So dance monkey. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like I did stuff like I jumped off the second story of the mall area at Meridian and landed on the bushes to crack one of them. Uh, I kind of streaked one of the football games. Not really. Sort of. Don't tell anyone. Uh, well, I think people know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> what happened is for the spirit assembly, they voted on the 25 hottest guys. It was the hunk man contest. All of us were brought out in our skivvies and we got like 10 seconds to dance. Well, I had done Destry Rides Again, the play, and I got a pair of red, uh, like, barn door uh, long johns to wear. So I wore those out, and basically the, there's the warrior symbol at Meridian on the floor. And I basically did the fish out of water slash worm. So no, I basically man. humped the warrior on the ground. Uh, and did like every bad dance move, thriller, whatever you want to call it. Oh, Rand, we know what you did. You did the Macarena, and oh, you were dancing to Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping. We Shut know the it. fuck up. But no, I actually I got second place in the Hunkman contest two years in a row. So oh, damn, nice. no big deal. And Good you didn't even you. get a squeeze of booby for that. Uh, my own when I was dancing. <laughs> well, I've always called you my silver medal Hunkman, so now it's got a little merit. <laughs> wow, reality stranger than fiction. Well, uh, on that note, uh, I think we can pretty much end this episode because we don't want to take your highlight away from your life. Um, <laughs> do you want to see the footage of and that time I simulated one. fucking a dog? No. No. That was for a movie called Scary Bear 5. 
uh, in which I play a character who was bitten by a bear that is also a rapist. So this, I uh... then be, I then become Scary Bear. I get infected with the Scary Bear virus, and so I run around raping things as Scary Bear. Huh. That's weird. And I think it was like a, it might have been a little pug or a bulldog. You don't even yeah. remember your victims. What a dick. Yeah. One but I, I still have the footage somewhere. One of those dogs has muscles. So, yeah. Like, it would have been a lot harder but if it was. Yeah, it must have been like a pug because I'm pretty sure I did it one-handed. Did Scary Bear come out in the 90s, though? It never came out. Obvious, oh, obviously, man. it didn't have the mass appeal. Scary Bear. It's in the closet to this yeah. day. Like it's weird. It's it started off the it started off as someone else's film series that I came in on, and it, it, originally they had like a full bear costume, and then they lost everything but the headpiece, and that's why they made it where it became like a virus, where it was only partially scary bear. <laughs> that's the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever heard. It was the fucking nineties, oh bud. God, it's it's not even scary bear anymore. It's just like eh, it's it, kind it, of it was like bear. our take on animorphs. <laughs> That plane sounds really low. <laughs> hey, it sounds really close. I'm like, what the hell's going yeah. on outside? Remember that podcast where we all died <laughs> in a plane wreck while we were on the ground in your house? No. That Remember crazy. that podcast where everyone but Randy died and they went home and told his roommate about it? <laughs> it was the yeah. weirdest thing. I'm going to make a fucking Wing went right over my head and hit Jared. <laughs> so, back to the 90s. We're outside playing. We got the super soaker. We got the nerf. We got the cush ball, right? We got the Velcro oh, fucking yeah. catch mitts. I don't oh, know yeah. what the hell you oh, want yeah. to call it, but you got the, the Velcro. Sticky with, ball. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it was just a bunch of good shit. They actually designed toys to be played outside. RC cars. You know, it was a different time. The coolest toy I had was, I, and I, I don't know the name, but I actually saw it come up the other day. Um, on a YouTube channel, and I don't know who the YouTuber was or anything like that. It just it was a Apologize, suggestion. YouTuber, if you're listening, yeah, YouTuber, <laughs> if you're listening. So, uh, it it was this toy, and you you built it, and it was like this castle, great big castle. It had a drawbridge, a little little clack 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 little oh, crank, the hand to, crank drawbridge. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. And it had a it had cannons, and yep. it came with you know little cannonballs, and you could like boom 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 shoot it, and then it had like little different uh, knights, and I think there was maybe a king and a queen. Uh, figurines. And okay. It, I mean, that thing was rare. I remember. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what the name. I, it was like a medieval castle. Yeah. Total, and it was all plastic. That yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I had plenty of things you could choke on as a child, but we never did. We all survived. Yeah. I. I no. Yeah. I never put those balls in my mouth. How about... I was gonna say, there's plenty of things I could have choked on as a child, but I never accept candy from strangers. <laughs> Once again, debatable. Uh, do you remember Connects? Oh, yeah, of course. Right? And uh, what was the metal one? The erector sets. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just the the toys were so much better back then. Like, everything now comes basically pre-built. They're like, here you go. Dude, that was the best part about all the toys you got. Like, Christmas, anything. You had to put it together. Well, at least my thought on it was, I love putting shit together, though. Well, yeah, Legos. Yeah, Legos. And Legos, back in the day, you got Legos, and it was like you had to use your imagination. They didn't have the $250 Yoda Lego set. Yeah, the Lego sets were kind of boring in our day. I mean, the 90s wasn't really its heyday. They weren't capitalizing on marketing, pop culture. Yeah. They were popular. You know, they were still doing, hey, build this cool truck. They had a lot of cool Lego sets, though. They used to have, like, knights and uh, the spacemen and... (laughs) 
stuff like that. No, but it was like I said, it was not, none of the Legos were really themed. No, they were just the, they were generic. Yeah, they weren't making the Star Wars money yet. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember playing with cardboard boxes your mom brought home from her work? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, we all built forts. Yeah, I had a huge fort in my room one time for like two weeks, and had my sleeping bag in there, and I think uh, I had. Woody I really feel like the look on your it. face right now. You're just gonna sadden us all with what you're about to say. <laughs> no, no, I was just gonna say. I got that for Christmas. Anybody else have awesome. a? <laughs> anybody else have a Goosebumps comforter when oh, they were a kid? I had the Goosebumps collection. Yeah, I, I, actually, I had the Superman blanket. I passed those Goosebumps down to my kids, and uh, my daughter just passed them down to. Some other kid that is like four or five years old now. R.L. Stein. And they finally cleaned the white stains out. <laughs> dude, the R.L. Stein's TV show. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, that's Goosebumps great. the TV oh, show dude. is fantastic. It's so bad, though. No, it's not. It's great. Dude, you watch it. Oh, it's, no, it's so you bad. Have to, you have it's to. It's a criminally Canadian. You have it, to very, accept. Very, very. You have to accept what it was for the time. Oh yeah. As a child, you were terrified. Well, it's it's the same thing as you see something back when you were a kid, and it's totally different than how you see. Oh it yeah, now. for sure. Yeah, like sliders. Which oh, man, I still I still try to watch that. And I, I love I sliders. No, sliders. Sliders still is one of my up. no. Oh, it still holds up. Okay, season the CG, one, the through CGI. F- season one through four holds up. It's yeah. ju- it's just so after that and still on point today. I don't think it is. Slider still holds up. Up until the point, up until the point, Carrie Wurr came on. Carrie Wurr, she was like, she was like a, she was in like, not softcore porno, but she was in like the USA movies, like, oh, look at these perfect man-made breast, you know, type of actress. She's extremely attractive. Uh, Like I would rake my balls over red hot broken glass just to like say hi to her. Oh, say your name was. Uh, Carrie Wurr, K A R I W U H R E R. I know because I've typed her name so many times into my browser to look up naked pictures of her to jack off to. You didn't have to finish the sentence. We didn't have to finish. W U H R E R. Well, put it this way. I have jacked off more to her from pictures from sliders than the actual like softcore porno okay. type movie. She's well, been we're in. gonna move on. That that's the end of that conversation. Jesus, <laughs> what about my masturbation? Yeah, habit? we we're good. We're good. We're good. I mean, it's a heavy subject. We can do a whole podcast. I don't. I don't want to. You know. Yeah. Whole podcast, yeah. but uh, not this that, time. That was uh, not Maggie. Uh, she was the army chick. Who, yeah. Who was your '90s celebrity crush? Oh, mine was Alicia Silverstone. Oh, me too. Hands down. Okay, hands down. I, I didn't say she was my crush. Alicia but... Silverstone. Oh man, Jennifer Aniston. Excess, Jennifer Excess Aniston baggage. Sure. Yeah. Hey. Clueless. Hey, clueless. That was a horrible. I mean, dude, it just Stacy Dash. Uh, Batman clueless. Forever. I had the biggest there crush is. on Stacy Dash. Oh my god. Dude, Batman Forever when she was uh, Batgirl or whatever. Oh yeah. Dude. Ooh-wee. Man, I remember I, seeing that in theaters. I think I got to say Selma Hayek. Yeah, Desperado, the, man. I mean, eyes, bro. from dusk till dawn, yeah, yes. but Desperado. I mean, honestly, I don't know who I was more jealous of in that scene, Antonio Banderas or her, because they were both pretty fucking fine. And Britney Spears, too. Oh, we got to go. Oh, yeah. Spears, I mean, you could say Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, yeah, yeah. Jessica Simpson. All... Oh, Jessica dude. Simpson. Mandy oh. Moore, dude. Mandy Moore. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. A Walk yeah. to Remember. Hell oh, my God. Way to take it down, bud. Dude. <laughs> 
Um, no. She dies. She shows her nips Spo- in the movie. Spoiler alert. There's, Dead nips. There is an angle, there's an angle <laughs> on Mr. Skins where you can clearly see she is wearing a blouse. It's late at night as Shane West is standing outside. You can see a silhouette of her nipple. It's nice. It's pretty quirky. 1990s Halle Berry. Ooh, yeah. Also good. Ooh, yeah, swordfish. swordfish. Dude. Hey, yeah. hey. This is not the movie topics. <laughs> Back matter, down, man. guys. Back down. Oh, uh, we were just talking about our talking uh, who we had the hots for in the 90s. <laughs> what about Pamela Anderson and Baywatch? Nah. Ah, uh, Yasmin <laughs> Bleeth in Baywatch. Ooh, though. Yes. yes. Nicole Eggert in Baywatch. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Who are we all kidding? David Hasselhoff in Baywatch. <laughs> Man, he could eat my cheeseburger sloppily anytime. He'd sneeze right on your cheeseburger, dog. I remember watching Baywatch, and you were always like, "Uh, "Somebody watching me watch Baywatch because I feel really uncomfortable." I'm being Baywatched. I'm being Baywatched. Okay, okay. Wait, how many of us have made this motion? I'll be there. I'll be there forever and always. I'm always here. Am I the only one who knows the fucking Baywatch theme song? What yeah. the fuck? I, don't, I, think I don't, so. don't know, dude. I'm just pretty okay. sure that fucking Randy let that Berlin Wall fall down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David Hasselhoff hit the scene. So, big thing in the 90s, television. Big thing in the 90s, commercials. Obviously, we've, we've discussed this because as kids, we watched a shit ton of TV, right? Commercials were directed at the youth. Um, you know, you see commercials for McDonald's and Burger King and stuff like that these days, but all I remember from the 90s was all the commercials were about, hey, kids meals. Mm-hmm. And they all had their theme, right? You know, McDonald's had the Happy Meal. And Burger King had the the Burger King Cool Kids Club. B Kids Kids Club. You know, and it had the little kids, and he had the little like he had Grimace, right? Wasn't that his name, Grimace? Yeah, the big purple the, guy. Yeah, the big great Kool Aid or whatever he was. Not to mention, Kool-Aid. he used to have a play area for kids in these places. They still do. No, no not take them all out. Are they all Some gone? Do. Yeah. Is that a COVID thing though? No, no, no they. I think you can still find them, but most of them. A lot of them have taken them out. I remember at a time they, they went away from the toys and they went to, like, video games. Right. They used to have N64s. Yep, yep. Uh, and then up. And then they took that away, and they now they're just seating areas. Some of them still have them. I think the Burger King on Overland still has a kid's play area. Federal Way does, too, I think. Yeah, McDonald's at the Federal Way. I, think, oh, the Burger I King also think so the, Burger King. The, uh, the one on uh, Franklin. But I think, I think most of them have kind of gone away from it. Well, it's just like their, their you color scheme McDon- has changed. You see a for new McDonald's places. built. And... Well, this just brings yeah. up a lot of questions. If you're a McDonald's franchise owner, are you allowed to to use or not use your play area? You know, though, I think I, so. I think okay. it stems from a, another issue that came up in the 90s, which was, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. Yeah, I'm we all sue you. We all remember the infamous Hot finger. Coffee. Hot cup of Finger coffee. in the chili. Finger in the chili yeah, and yeah, and hot coffee. Thank you. Uh, uh, caution: hot liquid underneath this lid. Yeah. Which, you see this thing that's steaming and hot to hold which, in its container. Honestly, if you like read into the story <laughs> of the hot coffee thing, like I read into that thing to try and figure. Like I heard someone say, "No, it was all bullshit." It's kind of bullshit. What like, is it? Is bullshit. Her lawsuit was one hundred percent legitimate. Like what it was, and she didn't get millions upon millions of dollars. It was like she got. Two hundred thousand dollars. She got a hundred bucks, and, and, and they it, put it, it, hot it, labels on everything. Yeah, now. hot labels on everything. She got like two hundred thousand dollars for it, and she was completely scarred on her entire lower half. And it was like an eighty-seven-year-old lady. Yeah, but let's be honest, people know coffee's hot. Oh yeah, 
Uh, however, okay. it wasn't it, what it was. I can't remember what the, like the super details on it were, but like it's a full on legit argument on that thing. Like, okay, I, I remember reading it going. But coffee's hot. Coffee's been hot sense. since coffee was born. Yeah, was this? But was hot, the dude. lid I mean, defective, I, I, or was she taking the lid off to put stuff in it? Um, I actually think what it was is the lid wasn't put on appropriately. I was about to say we've all been to fast food. Like, let's put it this way. Slap it on all the way. Let's put it this way. Not to get into the whole, you know, $15 an hour thing. Oh, Jesus. But I don't think I've ever been to a fast food restaurant where there wasn't something wrong. Either the amount of napkins they should have put in there or just like, hey, man, I paid for bacon. You think I get my fucking bacon? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. and like, there's been so many times where, like, as they're handing me my drink, I'm just kind of like, while they have a hand on it and I have a hand on it, I make eye contact and then I put the lid on all the way. It feels so fucking good deep down in my soul. To you gotta somebody making not a lot of money. Listen, you gotta remember this. And, and do better. I, I have worked fast food. You have worked fast food. Mm-hmm. You've work worked fast, fast food. food. I'm sure you've worked fast food. Uh, I've never worked fast food, but I've worked at a lot of restaurants. The thing, pizza. The thing, not little Caesar. That has been driven into people's minds is that fast food is fast food, and what they don't understand is that you're paying these kids very little money. To do a pretty extri- extenu- or, uh, extenuating job and putting heavy pressure on them to be fast. These kids already don't give a shit about their lives. Like, they're just out partying and having a good time, right? You're paying them. When I was doing it, it started at four eighty-five an hour. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. That that equates to seven twenty-five an hour now. These kids don't care. And you got people lined up c- complaining about they had to wait four minutes for their hamburger. Yeah. Well, eventually you're going to get complained at so many times where you're like, well, fuck it. Toss it in the bag and give it to them. They complain, we'll give them some free shit and move on to the next one. I, dude, I've worked fast food as much as you have. That four minutes, let's pop it up to like 18, 20. It, it depends. It, it, it depends. a long time for some fast food. And I will also tell you a lot of that stems from the management side, and it's not necessarily the manager's fault, but the, the owners or the the – Area managers or whatever putting goals on, hey, you got to have your labor percent at this much. Oh yeah, it's and a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the the labor percent that they want you guys to run at is almost minuscule. I mean, yeah, eighteen percent. Yeah, usually and, less. And, <laughs> you know, it's it seems like a lot, but you're you're asking these kids who make basically no money to do a lot of work. Yeah, dude, but that, yeah. that's any corporate mentality anyway. Is it's like Well, I understand it's, that. It's, that's why I'm saying the boys sitting in the big chairs that are making millions of dollars I, every year going but this my, is what you But have my to point do. is again, it's a bullshit lawsuit no matter how it's hacked because we all know coffee's hot and if you're going to use the stance that the lid was put on wrong, sorry, how do you know it wasn't a dis, a, a defunctional or a it was it was something a, li- that, a malfunctioned it, lid it or a cup or was like her fault because she was sitting in the passenger seat and it was like her son was driving her around and her son passed the cup off. But and coffee's hot. She grabbed it and it exploded and it's not like one of those things where she made millions of dollars. I know I get that. It. it was a like this much they put a, a stamp on it and then like in the end but of the, it but she the was point a regular is, customer of it or some shit. They I shouldn't have had to put that on any coffee lid period it's they the shouldn't. same thing with anybody putting anything being like don't lick the statues there's signs up because some idiot has done oh it. i get it and the, and he's well, right the 90s brought along the lawsuit trend definitely i mean again the the finger in the chili they clearly proved that was incorrect and not true 
and she didn't win anything. In fact, I think she got sentenced because she took the finger from a cadaver. Right. Uh, Turns out that's not legal. Yeah, Weird. it's not legal to dismember a dead body, by the way. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's not legal to use unfresh ingredients. <laughs> but <laughs> Kangaroo I mean, meat. you, you, you got to remember, these kids make almost no money. Okay, what, what's and... your idea of basically hot coffee? Like how hot? Like what's the temperature? Hot coffee? Yeah, like hot, hot coffee. Well, like, it, typical water heater puts out coffee at a hundred or, or puts out oh, coffee puts out water at a hundred and I think it's a hundred and fifteen or hundred and twenty degrees. Okay. So you could picture coffee sitting there on a burner. It's probably hundred and forty degrees. So when she got burned, it was a hundred and ninety degrees. Okay. Well, it's a hundred and ninety degrees for coffee, which is way over regulation. There's no starters. regulation for coffee heat. <laughs> I mean, well, coffee is, police. Your coffee's too hot, you there fucker. There is now. There is now. Well, like, that's just what I'm saying is it's like, dude. We need coffee you, police? You, gra- you grab a cup of coffee, and it's 190 <laughs> degrees, and you're not going to go, oh, shit, drop it. But Special that has nothing to do with course. a warning on the lid. You're right. There wasn't a warning on the lid. But, but I'm just the saying. Warnings, the warning, you assume coffee is hot. Yeah, exactly. If the coffee's at 190 degrees, that's a machine malfunctioning making the coffee too hot, correct? Okay. So you sue the manufacturer of the coffee machine company, not McDonald's. Okay. Then why didn't they sue them? I don't know. They go for McDonald's. Well, because obviously McDonald's had way more money than the people I mean, that made honestly, the machine. I'm just we'd like to like, we'd like to thank you for visiting us for this mini sode about the famous yeah. hot coffee lawsuit. <laughs> of the I was 90s. just gonna, I was I, I I was gonna chime in, but it never felt appropriate, so I'm just gonna interrupt and do it. Did you feel thank a you. passion I, uh, about I, I I just want to say I remember every I McDonald's every slogan from when I was three to my current age. Can you can you name them out for me? Yeah, in order the chronological. Okay, yeah. so when I was a kid, it was. Hey, it could happen. Ooh, like it. And I remember the first toy I got was a little green, like you folded it up and it was like a little globe and you opened it and it was binoculars. Oh, nice. It had a compass on the end. It was a cool toy. Okay. Cool toy. So it was, hey, it could happen. And then it went to, uh, did somebody say McDonald's? Yep. I remember. And then it went to, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And, uh, I don't even. What's their current? I'm loving it. It's good enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's good enough. Coffee's hot. But for a long time in the '90s, it was did somebody say McDonald's? But prior to that, it was definitely hey, it could happen. So that brings up another that valid coffee thing. Man. That, hey, it could happen. That brings up another valid point. Toys and the kids' meals were way better back in the '90s. Yeah, I mean the Way binoculars better. were a piece of shit, and the compass didn't work, but it was a cool idea. You thought it worked? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I mean you ran around your your neighborhood like I know where I'm going because I got a compass. <laughs> yeah, I ran around remember? my welfare apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the McNuggets? <clears throat> the McNugget toys? Yeah, they had like the you, there was one that was like a cowboy yep. and. Yeah. All kinds of different things. Do you actually do you remember when Jack in the Box had toys? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I remember when Wendy's had toys and they weren't like garbage learning documents. <laughs> Wendy's, here's a laptop. <laughs> you know? no, it, was, uh, it was when they started giving out like compact discs. They were just like, hey, man, here's a CD ROM that you can't use because you're poor enough. You're here at McDonald's. Yeah, you don't you have can't a computer. A computer. Or how about uh, getting uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey from Pizza Hut? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wayne's World from McDonald's. Well, remember, so VHS. a big thing in the uh, 90s was uh, 
the Reading Rainbow Club or whatever it was. The book it. Book it, oh, yeah. Yeah. Book yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got the, Personal the, pan pizzas. Yep. I know my kid brought one home like three years ago, and I was like, oh, my God, they still do this. No way. And I was like, well, we're going right now. And oh, then man. I was highly disappointed. School, oh. school in the 1990s, Dare Week. Oh, dude, everybody. Red remembers... Ribbon Week. Yep. Red Ribbon. Dude. Was Pizza anyone Hut. else yeah. a member of the Pizza Hut Reading Club? Yeah, we, we, that's what you're just yeah, talking about. Just talking oh, about okay. yeah. I, I heard Book Rainbow. Jared, uh, were you? Rainbow. Yeah. Okay, Pizza so everyone here amazing. was. <laughs> yeah. It used to be the dude. best freaking pizza. Now it's just hot circles of dog shit. Listen, I mean, Pizza Hut was the place to go. Stuffed crust, dude. That's the best part. The fucking salad bar. Pizza Hut was amazing. Pizza Hut salad bar well, was like Jennifer a, Love Hewitt pizza and Can't Hut. Hardly Wait. And now yeah. it's like just <laughs> like I walk in, I'm like, you Dude. son of a another, bitch. Another another thing for the Jennifer 90s where they were trying to like market directly towards kids was cereal boxes. Oh, 100%. Like they had legit toys. Do you remember uh, digging through the cereal to get the f- no fuck eating was... the cereal? You dug to the bottom to get that toy. <laughs> Tastes Fruity like shit. I just thought the toy. Tur- turn it upside down and open it that the way. Color changing spoons, man. Fruity oh, Pebbles yeah. had like little Flintstone characters, like the little rubber characters with the wires inside of them. Yep. And it was Fred and Wilma and Barney and uh, Dino. And you tried and to collect them all. Yeah, it was awesome. And now they just have. Shit on the back that you can scan with your phone. Well, dude, do you ever do the box top mail-in thing? I did the box top mail-in thing yeah. one time. And I mailed the shit in, and I waited for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Did you ever get it? Excuse me? I was out doing yard work in front of this very house. We're pulling bushes out of the front yard. Sure as shit, there was a package. Probably been sitting there for month month and a half <laughs> and it had my fucking flintstones watch in it dude i was so pumped oh man yeah i've I... never been happier just think of the poor chinese kid that made that watch it took him like a week he got like two cents and then he died of dysentery well that listen <laughs> that was beat the whole time that will bring up another <laughs> that will bring up another topic of the 90s that was after he was forced to eat his own cat and i know that uh, i was a huge fan of this uh he wasn't forced the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you're a fan? Uh, I'm a fan, too. Raphael, believe, if you're listening. I believe uh, <laughs> Apprentice of Brockingham, you might have had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bicycle. I did. In fact, I did. I also had slippers. And I believe you wrecked that bicycle I, because, once again, kids played outside into we, a bush. We don't, we don't talk about Was that. it a bush? It was an intense bike ride down this hill. That, that is bush not, is still there. It's not nearly as big as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no. Switch that. Reverse it. The bush was way bigger back then. <laughs> so was the hill. <laughs> the hill was huge. You have no idea. And I had my training wheels still. I was still oh, learning. Man. And I said, you know what? I can handle this hill. I couldn't handle this fucking hill. <laughs> I hit the railroads high in front of the bush. And I fucking <laughs> ass over tea kettle. This. <laughs> I, I went uh, end over end on this thing. And landed back on top of it. My slippers were ruined because I didn't know how to stop the bike. Because then, you know, pedal backwards. That's a thing. But I didn't pedal backwards. I just like slammed my feet down on the ground, wrecked my slippers. That was a really bad day for you, wasn't it? Dude, it was brutal. <laughs> Sorry to bring that sore subject up. But totally brutal. I have a good 90s story that's in the same vein, you know? I uh, We we bought, uh, my parents bought, excuse me, their house in like 1994. Okay. And uh, tore the whole yard out, reseeded it. Uh, cut some trees down and then planted some new trees. And they planted this new tree up in the front. And 
uh, flash forward a couple of years, I get, you know, my first two wheel bike for my birthday. Oh, yeah. I was seven or eight. Chuck E. Cheese birthday, of course. Oh. Child Rat <laughs> Casino birthday. Yep. It was yep. great. Charles and, and uh, Cheese, man. I'm riding this bike and I'm like, yeah, it's great. And the first thing I do is like, crunch, run over this fairly young tree, split it in half. <laughs> It's only a mile from here. That tree still stands, and it literally <laughs> branches out like this. That's great. Damn. I have a story much similar to all of you. Uh, got my first uh, multi-speed bike. Oh, it was a man. Huffy. It was a Ooh, mountain uh, bike. Huffy. Well, you were climbing hills and all sorts of shit. I was going down the biggest hill in our little town, College Place, Washington. Shithole, mind you. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down this hill because we rode our bikes to school. We Sounds were not like a frat supposed to. town, dude. We college were... town? No. no. It's like, ah, we can't come up with a good name. Let's just name it College Town. Oh, no. It's all fucked up anyway. No. <laughs> Point being is, I was so excited. Me and my friends are all riding down this hill, and I look back to see where my friends are at. And as I look forward, well, there was a flatbed truck oh, right in front of me. And uh, I didn't have time to stop or do anything. I went into that truck. <laughs> the bike stopped. I didn't. I slid clear to the headache rack. Oh. Flattened my tire. My rim was bent. I was pretty sad. <laughs> I was pretty beat up, too. What did your, your face look like, bro? Because, yikes. Rough. It was rough. This Ooh. was the 90s. Did the guy driving it sue you? No. No. <laughs> That's a surprise. In fact, I got up and just got on my bike and walked it home. Oh, I didn't get on it. I walked it home. Did you cry? Oh, I was crying a lot. You mean to tell me you Good. didn't ride a wheelie the whole way home because you were a cool 90s kid? I wished I would have. It would have been way better. Front In which direction did work. you wear your hat? Do you guys hey. remember back when we had irrigation Sideways ditches? Quarter angle? I also had one ear piercing. In my left ear. Yeah, it better be your left ear. That's right. Nobody <laughs> wants the right ear pierced. Well, now it's uncool if you have one piercing. I have both mine pierced. See? Weird. I have all seven of my nipples pierced. <laughs> You're like a furry kitten. I remember. So uh, my, my grandma took us to get my ear pierced, and my mom just lost her shit. I love that your grandma oh, took yeah. you. So that, that, that alone my mom, is... Or my grandma would do anything to make my mom mad. It was awesome. Nice. It was awesome. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Grandma, you're awesome. Uh, if you're listening. I doubt it, but if Who you knows? are... Crazy. Be like, well, I we love you to, too. You're pretty awesome as well. However, we used to roll around in the the 1970s Volkswagen Bug my grandma had and mob it around town, like causing all sorts of trouble. I thought, but really, we were just driving around town. <laughs> really, we weren't any trouble. Yeah, not, not at all. But I thought we were. We were raising hell, using turn signals, and oh, stopping man, it properly. Man. I remember my first set of stitches I ever had to get. I got ran over by somebody on a bike. We were all playing out in the alley, you know, because that was a cool thing back then, too. Yeah, of course. Uh, and uh, the kid's chain fell off, and he was trying to stop, but, of course, his bike was all screwed up, and he ran me over, and the sprocket uh, ran over my leg. Turns out that cut your knee open pretty good. Yeah, I can imagine. The 90s, we, we all played in the uh, dirt trails or the frog oh, pond, yep. oh, yeah. as it were. And that was sort of like the tail end of the like era of people like fighting for territory as kids because you go there and inevitably there'd be other kids there other kids and you just gotta hope they're not bigger than you oh yeah because they'd be like this is where we're playing well i want to play too well, kids know? don't even kids don't even play outside anymore that's the sad part they're like 
I was talking shit to a 39-year-old on my phone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I pissed him off. Yeah, I don't really know what kids do. I don't have yeah. any kids, so. Lucky. No, no one understands what kids do. But it used to be so like, and, and it was cool, too, because, like, none of us, you know, no, I mean, cell phones did exist, technically, but, like, we, you know, we're, we were all poor, right? Yeah, we so we didn't have any money. Yeah, dude, Nobody were, had a cell phone. Dude, it was, was like, we had a phone on the it wall. was like, it was a time thing, and you didn't even wear a watch. It's yeah. like, you better be home by nine. Like, I hope I know what time it is. Right? Well, we all knew what time it was. Yeah, I mean, just watch the sun. Oh, like, yeah. It's getting dark. We're fucked. <laughs> we gotta get home now. <laughs> run, 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 run. Yeah. Shoot, you guys all played in town and did in town kid things. When I was that age, I was on a farm, and I got a kick out of driving a tractor at nine years old that was way too big to be driving at nine years old and watching people almost drive off the road because they're going, what's that child doing driving that tractor? <laughs> Jared lost Why his virginity to, to a sack of flour. Do you have to stand up to press the clutch? I mean, no, I was you... always pretty tall. I could reach it. Okay. When uh, I was when I was really small, my dad would. Yeah, this is not a good story. He taped but blocks to his feet. That's what he, he would, did. Uh, <laughs> he'd books. come over and he'd push the clutch down and he'd have me stand on the clutch and then he'd just have me jump up on the seat and then he'd, <laughs> I'd drive and then he'd run up behind the tractor and pop it into neutral and that's how we would stop <laughs> all right whatever you do don't push it all the way to eight okay i gotta be able to keep up here keep it in three <laughs> we, we we had a lot of fun then we we were always doing rough and tumble farm kid stuff like we'd climb up on haystacks and push each other off haystacks and my sister always wanted to come and play too well my sister would always get hurt so we never wanted her to play with me and my brother and one day we had this dump truck back behind the house that was just parked there for some reason, and we crawled. I up mean, in the who bed. doesn't park a dump truck out exactly. behind the house? So we'd crawl up on the dump truck and go across the bed, and then jump off the dump truck into this big pile of grass, and you had to jump diagonally into the big, huge, gigantic pile of grass clippings. And my brother and I are doing this for hours, like idiots. Now, why did you have to jump diagonal? Uh, because it was dirt everywhere else at about fifteen feet high. So we're jumping into that. My sister wants to play, so she comes out. She just jumps right off the side of the dump truck onto the dirt gravel road and breaks the growth plate in her foot. And we're both looking Damn. at her like, what are you doing? And she goes hobbling inside crying. And we're like, we're dead. Because my sister <laughs> it's could your never. Fault. My sister has never done anything wrong, ever. Still. Jared's sister, if you're listening, and, right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our parents come home. And we're just like, we're dead. She's going to tell on us. We're going to get our butts kicked. And our parents come home. She's like, oh, I stepped off the, the front porch wrong and hurt our hurt my leg. And my brother and I are just like, oh, this is the best day ever. She <laughs> You're the tell coolest us. sister <laughs> ever. It was awesome. Like, for instance, we were fighting one time. And she, my brother had taken, oh, you remember baseball tees? How they had that big hunk of metal in the bottom of them? Yep. So he's chasing me through the house with the baseball tee, and he goes to throw it at me, and I close my parents' door, and it kind of went through the door. So we just open the door like, they'll never notice. And my <laughs> sister goes, I'm going to tell on you guys. We're like, no, you're not. She told us. Parents that. walk through the door, and she goes, the boys have something to tell you. And me and my brother just like, what the fuck are you doing? And, dude, my dad, the jingle of his belt, I can still hear it in my ears as he comes whipping out of his belt loops. Oh, dude, that... That's just like starting a lawnmower. Indy, I love you. It was brutal. God, whenever your dad's coming at you with a belt and you just hear that shit and it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Another time we were walking across the top of a field to go set water. (laughs) And 
my brother was in front, my dad was in the middle, and I was in the back. And we're just walking and we're talking and doing our thing. And for some reason, I reach down and I pick up a dirt clod, which is just a dirt rock, basically. Yeah. And I loft it over my dad and just bash my little brother in the back of the head with it. And he hits the dirt and just starts crying because he got in the head with a huge rock. And I'm not sure what I thought the end game was going to be in this. And my dad spun around like a ninja and he picked up a siphon tube. And a siphon tube is just... It's a long piece of metal it's bent. A five, a... It's about a five foot long aluminum pipe yep. that's got a bend in it so you can suck water out of a ditch and put it into a corrugate and water a field. And he spun around with that thing and had me bent over the ditch and beat my ass like nobody's business. And I remember thinking, like, what did I do to deserve this? I mean, it was just supremely dumb. Looking back, you're like, I totally deserve this. That's, that's I was, I was convinced that my brother did. was Spider-Man. I needed to test it, see if his Spidey sense was working that day. It didn't work. Spider-Man, if you're listening. He took it right in the dome. Uh it's probably summertime, right? 1998, 1999. It's a hot July night. My parents were like, dude, if you go to bed at like 9 o'clock during the school year, you can just, you know, go to bed on time. You can stay up as late as you want in the summertime, man, as long as you do your chores. So it's like, okay. So I'm up. My brother's up. He's like, hey, Logan and I are going to go can cars. You want to go? Oh, and I'm like, man. what's that? So we took two cans, two soda cans, pulled the tabs up, and measured out <laughs> the perfect amount of fishing line uh-huh. to hook the two cans onto two mailboxes across the street. And we're waiting, well, were and we're waiting, smart. and we're waiting. And all of a sudden, we see headlights. We all duck down. And it's a fucking cop. <laughs> we canned a cop. And we ran, and we ran inside, like, shut the lights off. We were watching. This guy just, like, he gets, like, I don't know, 10 yards and just slams on his brakes. So, funny funny story about that. We didn't get beat, though. Sorry. (laughs) Funny story about that. Uh, Brent and I, on 4th of July night, not too long ago. (laughs) We don't don't talk about this shit now. We were at his parents' house. We were in Nana's house. And, uh, well, prior <laughs> to this, we're all drinking beer. Really intense. Uh, we're all drinking beer, having a good time. It's when we found out that a silver bullet can fits perfectly in a pe- uh, fence post hole driver. <laughs> in the metal ones. Uh, and you can launch them if you make a whistling peat bomb. Funny story, they're called silver bullets for a reason. <laughs> it would launch that five-acre field the <laughs> entire distance. The bottom, so you take, you take the silver bullet can, and then you take a firecracker, th- light the firecracker, no, it was the, drop it. The whistling peat bombs. Oh, yeah. You break it up with a hammer and then do it with yeah. electrical tape. Well, we're not going to give direction. Right <laughs> Bootleg fireworks. You, you drop it down and drop that thing in there and hang on to it, and it just goes thunk, and just poof, shoots these cans. The funny part was his dad was out mowing weeds like... <laughs> A month later, and he's like, what the fuck's with all these beer cans out in the field? Yeah. That led to a beating. Those things were probably... No, this this was like four years oh, ago. Oh, this wasn't the 90s. So, okay. No, yeah. but, but oh, no, this brings us into the, the... We were trying to relive our youth, I guess. So me and Brent and Chuck uh, all decide, let's can some cars. Oh, so on Pine, oh, on Pine... Yeah, at, on a very busy road. At, it wasn't uh, that busy. Well, no, it was like then. two in the morning. 
Oh, well, yeah, it's not it's, even now. It's not well, here's the best anymore. part. I had to wait for traffic to break so our, they could set up our, their trap. Dude, our hiding spot was in, like, the, what was it, the ditch? We were like, in the ditch? It was, so it's, like. The, the worst place to hide. No, it was the, <laughs> the hell's that thing called? The, um, it was the Watergate. Yes, the Watergate, like, area, because it's, like, a big hole. Now, mind you, this is in front of his grandmother's house. Who still lives there? Yeah. We're in our late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> we see these headlights, and we're not smart enough to tie the string. We're going to lift it up as the car goes by, and then as soon as the car passes, we're going to take off running. It was a cop car. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. So we all go hide. We're like, fuck, it was a cop on shit. We're all hiding. I think we were hiding out in the shop. Well, the cop came <laughs> to... To his grandma's, knocks on the door, and she's awake. She knows what was going on, right? Yeah. We told her what we were doing. literally goes, no, I haven't seen any young boys here. <laughs> she just lies to the grandsons co- who are in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, that moment, I was like, this is the coolest lady I've ever met. <laughs> because we just canned a cop car in our, in our 30s. And she was like, no, I didn't see anything. I'll keep my eye out for him. She closes oh, the door. God. Fucking pigs. No, she did. She waited about 10 minutes, comes out, and she goes, okay, the cop's gone. You guys are good. <laughs> and then starts handing us all cigarettes. Yeah, she was like, here, have a smoke. Let's go. You done good. You done good today. She brought out the tattoo needle. All right, let's commiserate this day. It is great. Like I said, it was us reliving our childhood because we did. We did stupid things in the 90s. Dude, we got got a motorcycle once. Like right up up the street. We set that whole thing up, and this motorcycle went by. Dude, there is nothing more satisfying than hearing the sound like when it hits a car, like when a car. And it, dude, it, like we did milk jugs one time, like halfway filled with water, so that when that thing yanked, it just goes wham, and you just hear poof, and you're just, oh shit, that was sweet because you, I mean, you don't get the cans back, so or the milk. Jugs. I was gonna keep them cans. Yeah. Those are my commemorative but cans. We, we also did the the black cat trick too. We made a my Billy Beer cans. Oh man, we did a, we did a black cat out of uh, cardboard one time. So it was on like this little little flat piece of cardboard. And then we like cut out like a, the shape of a black cat, tied a string on the end of this little fucking sled thing for it, and then glued dimes on both sides of its eye for its eyes. So and we had it rigged just right because. Uh, Chuck's house, the way it was set up, was like on this weird corner lot. So we'd run the string across and around a street pole and then run it across. So then when a car was coming, we'd just run really fast with the with the string and that cat would run across the street. This is a bad idea. It is amazing none of our parents got sued. No, your parents <laughs> did get sued. My parents did get sued. That was, that was a completely Their three-legged thing. dog hit a parked car. <laughs> No. He, he hit a moving car. Oh, it was a moving car. It was a moving explorer, and it was a 16-year-old girl who had just gotten her license two days before. Was he okay? The dog was fine. Oh. <laughs> that was that was the takeoff of Jared. Uh, but yeah. my wife. The dog slammed into the side of the car. My wife gave him it. all their information. <laughs> yeah, 
like she straight up was just like, "This is where my parents." Li-. No, it was Trevor. Oh, was it Trevor? It sounds about right. <laughs> no, Trevor was like, "This is where my parents live." That's right. Oh, that's here. right. It was Trevor. That's my dog, and its name is Rufus. And- <laughs> he loves chasing cars. Clearly, yeah. Dude. He loves so, running into moving cars. That's his thing. Dude, it was insanity, and yeah, that lawsuit went on for I think two years. Uh, good to see. Nineties brought it out. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, it was insanity. So, My dad's still mad about that. This actually comes full circle, because the only reason we knew to can cars was because all of our toys were things we had to build. That's yeah, true. Fact. <laughs> I, we were I, crafty fuckers. That's... You know, <laughs> nostalgia aside, because this has been a good session of nostalgia, let's get back into sort of our topic, which is the 90s and our childhood. Uh, we haven't. That was our childhood, We bro. haven't touched. Yeah, it was our childhood. <laughs> we haven't touched on a lot of television. We've talked about a lot of toys. But I want to talk about some television. I remember one specific. Well, you had obviously you had TGIF, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Everybody sat down. You watched TGIF, right? Topanga. Family Matters. Oh, Boy Meets Topanga. World. Dude, Winnie we, Cooper. Dude, Topanga. We put a thing on. God, what it's was on it? Urban Website. Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. The Topanga is. We, yeah, we have a definition created for the Topanga. <laughs> Look it up. It's hilarious. Ah. Uh, and it's not the one where it says a girl that you liked in high school who was skinny, then got fat, then got skinny again. That was somebody else's. Ours is way better. It's the it's a female version, and then the jabroni is the male version. We put that on there, too. Oh, God. We did both of those? Yeah, we did. Good grief. What were we thinking? I think it was also done the 4th of July can car night. So. Wow. All right, nailed it. You guys <laughs> managed to get something on a user-submitted site? Wow. <laughs> we're really hanging out with the cool kids, guys. Look it up, Randall. I'm just saying. It's a cool deal. Next, you'll be telling me you're edited in Wikipedia. Yeah, we're not <laughs> going to go there. Uh, anyway, so there was one, and I want to say show because it was a multitude of shows, but it was on Saturday. Does anybody remember? Is it on Nickelodeon? It was. Ray, I'm going to let you take this one. What was it called? I was busy looking up the Topanga. Let's just say it was an abbreviated version of Saturday Night Nickelodeon. All Did that, it. yo. No. No? Did Come it on. have a campfire involved? No, no, no. That was part of this whole collective of TV shows. Think TGIF was Friday. And then you had Snick oh, on Snick Saturday. Yeah, because they had Nick at Night back in the day. So yeah. you had Snick, which was Saturday Night Nick, and it had shows like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Salute Your Shorts. And hey, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude was the worst. But you and watched it. Salute your shorts was also real bad. You Quick. had to. You had to to watch all of them though, because the final show of Snick was always one of the greatest shows ever. Point of order. Uh, I think what? there might be a few more uh, Topangas that have been added. Because the latest one I'm seeing is a place where Trippy Red might take your little ass. I said, stop, little bitch. You in danger. I might take your little ass to Topanga. Nope, nope that's, that's not, not it. it. That's a dumb one. A place where there are no police and you get away nope, with that's just... that's not it either. That girl from Boy Meets World in nope. the beginning. Nope. Keep going. <laughs> Topanga from Boy Meets World. Nope. A tall, skinny, beautiful nope. girl. Best place on earth. Nope. We're get they there. took your shit off of their dictionary. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Damn. Well, so our thought, I think our thought process on it was, uh, so. It's the skin from the end of the vagina to the start of the butthole, known as the Topanga on a female, 
Because it's a chode as a band. <laughs> no, it was the jabroni. <laughs> That's what we called it. No, <laughs> that was the gooch. Okay. It was the gooch as a guy, and it was the topanga as a female. It's a good story. We're the worst. Dude. Anyway. We're li- literally the worst. Come on. Uh, so, Saturday night, Nickelodeon. We're all, I know everybody here watched it. There was one show, came at the end of Snick. What was that show? Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I still didn't hear you, bud. I submit for the approval of the Midnight Society. Are you inside of the dark? Ooh. Such a good show. The Inky Blackness, yes. The Quicksilver. a good show. Now, I will say, I went back and watched some of these shows uh, recently. They're pretty bad. (laughs) They're pretty bad. But I will still say, I watched them. Because it reminds me of my childhood. (laughs) A little sleepy guy over there? Yeah, a little bit. It's a serotonin it built up. Yeah. So you had Are You Afraid of the Dark, which was just awesome, right? And then they had a reboot of it, and it was it just wasn't good. Can anyone, can you honestly look at me and tell me a show from the 90s? I'm not saying there isn't one, because there is for me. But a show from the 90s that holds up or has aged like it's better now than it was in the 90s. Murphy Brown. Uh, you beautiful <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Boy Meets World kind of catches me just because... Kind of holds up. I kind of... I Like, I watch it. The problem is, is I just have an issue with Corey's friend in it. Like, I God, it drives me fucking insane. What's his name in that show? Sean. Uh, Sean, yeah. Well, he's he's the bad kid. No, he's... He, like, he's the bad kid, but he's try, like, trying to be good and shit. And it's just like, dude, he's some of the, the bad shit kid. he does, I'm just like, fuck you, Sean. You're a piece of shit. As I said, I grew up a poor black child, so my favorite shows were Family Matters and Martin. Okay, but we're 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 really missing a huge one because my favorite show when I was a kid was on Fox and it came on at five o'clock and at five thirty. Uh, possibly King of the Hill. I was gonna until say the, until the King news. of the Hill came along. No and that was the great part. It was followed by the news, right? And right. the news was always the O. J. Simpson case. That's true. Following the Simpsons. Great Fox T V show that never gets enough credit. Werewolf. Hmm. How about this one? TV show. Home Improvement? Hold on. <laughs> also a great show. Uh, too bad Tim Allen was doing a lot of cocaine and got in trouble for it. Whatever. No big deal. Still a great show. I know. No, it was, Actually, I, I think he's fantastic. That was weed, and that was when he was in college. I know. Yeah, that they he tried to hold it for coke. Was, was it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Later 70s on. in Michigan. He was, oh, he was he going was, full he giant was boosting up. boosting cars, too. Oh, he had the coolest mustache, though. Dope. So, yeah. best butt broom I've ever seen. <laughs> I think we're all forgetting a little uh, show called uh, something Family about Matters. Saved by the Bell? No. <laughs> had a little to do with the extraterrestrial. X Files. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to say Millennium. I figured you made the believe? secret role of Alex Mack. The uh, oh, I was had the biggest crush on her. Oh, Liz, I thought she was such Eerie a Indiana. You had Ooh. Eerie Indiana. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah. Uh, Doug. Doug. <laughs> uh, Patty Mayonnaise to this day. Rocco's Modern Ooh, Life. Patty Johnny Mayonnaise Bravo. Real Monsters. God, she's the worst crush. Rugrats. Now, do you know? Fact. Do you know what show the creators of Ren and Stimpy remade, or not remade, but created? Um. Who were the Brands. creators? John K and Brands. SpongeBob. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh well, yeah. It yeah. doesn't surprise me. So at if all. you if you watch a lot of SpongeBob, which I never have, but there are a lot of similarities 
to the humor of SpongeBob versus Ren and Stimpy, it's just in a much lighter fashion. And, dude, come on! The best guy, the best character they ever came up with from Ren and Stimpy is the one dude. He's just holding a bunch of meat, and he just goes, "Meat." That is by far my favorite one, and I, I love it. I just like it. how I, all the adults I, had nipples on their knees. Yes. No. That I, was the rubber nipple episode. Mm-hmm. No. Or the log. Ep- the best character from Ren and Stimpy was the episode where Stimpy's fart is his son. Yeah, Stinky. Yeah, okay. There we go. <laughs> Stinky. It the marries Stinky the dead fish head. Yeah. Fart. Yeah. So, uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> I think... What My favorite it? Ren and Stimpy moment, though, of all time, was the Rubber Nipple Man salesman or Rubber Nipple Salesman episode. They're going door to door selling it, and like you know, the first house is like this typical like you don't see the people, you just see them from like the chest down. Right. They, oh, they could be rubber knee warmers, and he puts them on his knees and stuff. And they, honey, get the checkbook. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, he goes to the next house. He goes to the next house, and he knocks on the door, and this horse answers the door and he's got like veins bulging out of his head and neck and he's like yeah and Ren's like shaking in his boots he's like would you like to buy a rubber nipple and he goes no he goes but do you have any rubber walrus protectors and he holds up a walrus by his scruff and the walrus just goes help call the police Dude, so good, so good. I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of feel like the authorities, if they saw that, would be like, "Okay, this writer's room is definitely the best connect for cocaine in the country right now." Dude, what what they say? <laughs> the, the the reason that Brendan Stimpy went off the air is because so the creator would take like they put them on a strict schedule. You know how most cartoons are, where it's like, "Hey, man, you got to put out an episode every you know like one every couple of weeks" type of thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he basically just told them, no, fuck off, here's seven episodes, and you can deal with those. That's why there were so many reruns in the 90s, is because he wasn't kicking out episodes like he was supposed to. It's, it's what I heard. I don't know how true I don't know, there was a lot of episodes, well, yeah, There like, used to be a long-term run like, There was shit. a bunch of them, but like, it was one of those, like you start seeing reruns after a while, and you're like, I know I've seen this one. Yeah, but it was be, and like they were supposed to, they were slated for like I think it was like five seasons or something. Well, that stuff has been really streamlined now because South Park, yeah. South Park actually does their shit on like a week turnaround now. Yeah, there's an entire. That's thing why on. they can do. Yeah, that's there why they're. Yeah, there that's why like, their stuff is like they are topical, like you yeah. know. And there was a whole thing yeah. on that whole where like, it was like they'd go in the writers' room, like it, there was a whole thing on. I think it was Netflix, wasn't it? Where they did a whole thing on South Park where they were yeah. just like. Yeah, this is how they do it. Thirty days to air, or yeah, yeah. something like that. But it was um, uh, zippity bop. I feel like if we're gonna talk about the nineteen nineties animation, well, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about. There's one random Steppy episode we're not talking. Okay, okay. Don't piss on the electric fence. Oh, yeah. That's Come on. when Ren's cousin, Sven, yep. comes to visit. Powder Toast Man. <laughs> I'm Sven. <laughs> or the seat warmer. Remember the seat warmer where they hit the button and it brings on a fat hairy yeah. guy? He yeah. sits on the toilet <laughs> to warm it up. Powder oh. Toast Man. So grotesque. I mean, you oh, think beautiful. about it now and you're just like, what the fuck? We're Jeez, watching? what's that? That's by Magic Nose Goblin I, Collection. Yeah, I was just going to say, I always love the Magic Nose Goblin episode. My <laughs> mom would get so pissed because Ren and Stimpy was on Sunday mornings. 
and we'd turn it on and watch it before church, and she would get so mad at us. Turn that garbage off! So, randomly in that episode, Ren is all pissed off because they're having so much fun together, and he's like, oh, my sophisticated cousin's coming over, and he's just like Stempy, right? And he... <laughs> He, he puts on his hat and his business suit, and he's like, I am going to work. He's like, don't touch any of my things when I'm gone. And when he gets home, he's like, oh, no, my collection of rare and curable diseases. And it's like a <laughs> bottle of smallpox, and all the germs are crawling down the drain. Beautiful. Uh, pandemic. <laughs> so another cartoon from the 90s, Ah, uh, Real Monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had uh, the Angry Beavers. Yeah. Right? These were all show we watched as kids. I got a big one. An Angry Beaver? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> Lay it on me. Beavis and Butthead. Yep. I was getting there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. So you uh, had a lot of... Uh, the one thing about the TV shows in the day is they were very segregated for adults or children. Yeah. Right? And parents didn't really monitor, per se, what their kids were watching because they're all in the other room watching Seinfeld. Mm. Another 90s huge Very, hit. very good one. But then you have the teenagers and or kids watching Beavis and Butthead in the other room or Ren and Stimpy or, or Daria. <laughs> right? Or Dharma and Greg. Or, <laughs> or Dharma and Greg. Or Friends because Friends became huge in the 90s. Yeah. Right? Friends. Doesn't make uh, any sense. Well, I don't mean, forget about Moesha. We're definitely not going to forget about Moesha. <laughs> UPN? <laughs> so, wings? How could you forget about Wings? Oh, dude, Wings was good. Mr. Coach. Tim Daly. You had Coach. Coach, yeah, Coach. You, know, you, had, you had all the, the sitcom shows, Cheers. Martin? Uh, Cheers even was the 80s. Wayans Brothers show? Cheers was the 90s, bud. No, it started in the 80s. It ended oh, it in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Living color. I actually I have the Cheers final episode on VHS somewhere. Would not surprise me. Did you I used tape to love it? Coach. Yeah. Coach nice. was good. I mean, With uh, Hayden. The he was guy, the coach. Ooh, I got one. The Pretender. Do you remember oh, that yeah. show? Yeah. The guy yeah. that played Dauber in Coach is from Rupert. Really? Yeah. And I didn't he's know also that. the voice of Patrick on SpongeBob. Oh, there was I did not really know that either. Uh, it was kind of it wasn't like the pretender so much. I'm trying to remember who the actor was that was in it. Uh, oh, it was the dad from the original Pet Cemetery, and he played a time traveler, and he had like a small little. It looked like a key fob. That Quantum was silver. leap. No, that, that oh. was uh, Stargate. No, but he. <laughs> Firefly. Do, do you know the name of the show? No, that's why I'm I'm trying to see if oh, anyone remembers it. But he was basically he was a cop from the future, a bunch of criminals had escaped back to the 90s pretty sure that's a jean-claude van damme movie called time cop (laughs) (laughs) came out in the 90s i mean give it to you i tugged to it and i can't remember the name of it but it's it's honestly it's it's i just remember being an awesome well horrible but awesome show in which this guy was a cop from the future came back there was a bunch of escaped convicts and he had like a little key fob thing that was like his gun it was like his phaser and he used that and when he hit him with it they went back to the future you're right Seventh Heaven. That's what it was. Ooh. I hate you and everything. Nash you Bridges. For. It was Nash Bridges. Family Matters. <laughs> no. no. This is gonna kill me. Walker, time Tracks. Walker Texas Ranger. Time Tracks. Oh, dude, that is. Ooh, it. Yeah, that's prime. Yeah. That's time prime. Tracks. Possibly even Cena. <laughs> was it Tracks? T R A X. Princess. Ooh. Yes. Beastmaster. 
Ooh, maybe oh, fuck yeah, it was. Good man. Yeah. yeah, 93 to 94. So it didn't get much, but what it had was stellar. Uh, but, it's it's going to be a pretty obscure one, 93 to 94. Yeah. I, mean. I mean, Quantum Leap, obviously, is the time travel well, show Quantum of Quantum Leap and Sliders, which wasn't yeah. really time travel, but more God, interdimensional travel. They did the they, TV series. They did do time travel Randy on Sliders. Oh, that was unfortunate. They did do time travel in a roundabout way because the whole thing about Sliders was alternate dimensions. Well, some of the alternate dimensions that Q-Ball, Quinn Mallory, took them to, the universes, basically the Big Bang happened. Hadn't at, evolved. Or hadn't hap- happened at the same time. So they would go to a world where it was basically like the 70s. Right. Uh, which was a, a great show. Okay. The CGI doesn't hold up. Dude, no shit. Yeah. Listen. They, they want to do a reboot still. We have a few shows... That we haven't talked about yet. Dude, Buffy. fucking MacGyver? That didn't start in the was, 90s, though. Are you sure, man? Pretty sure MacGyver started in the 80s. Terry Hatcher was on there, and I distinctly remember having a, a certain level of boner for her at a certain time in my yeah, life. Mm. So, all of my enjoyment and stuff is basically how hard my dick gets for it. Okay. I right. my penis hard for this. I think yep, everybody's noticed. <laughs> If it gets to Randy's pecker heart, it's all good. Listen, I think I was three quarters chub. I'll take it. That's good. <laughs> little little show. Star uh, Search. Had the Pink Ranger, the Blue Ranger. Uh, Power Rangers, bro. Uh, no, Brent. It was oh, the wait, Mighty the Mor- Troopers. My bad. No, it was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Have you listened to the intro of that show lately? Yeah. Go go Power Rangers. It is a wicked like metal oh, well, <laughs> Yeah, uh, fantastic, fantastic series, and actually the Sega game was pretty fun. There was a couple. I was, it wasn't. I don't know if it was the movie one. I don't think it was. I think it was the, the other one where, you would summon the Dragon Zord as the Green Ranger. You know, play that silly. Doo, 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 one of the doo, guys, doo. one of the guys whose social media I follow is like he's like his, claim to fame is like he's the last original Green Ranger or something. That was Tommy. Yeah, no, that was Tommy. the first one. Tommy. The first Shout one, who was, the he was the Green Ranger, but he was also the White Ranger. Yeah, that was yeah, Tommy. Tommy. But that's the first guy. Oh, gotcha. This is the last guy. Uh, and, like, he's he's a martial artist, and, like, apparently his whole family is. Like, his mom was one of the chicks on The Mandalorian Show. And it's it's actually, like, it makes me feel really old because he's like, I'm the last one. And he's, like, still has gray in his beard, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm old. Well, it's still, you got to remember, Power Rangers morphed. <laughs> <laughs> into a bunch of other shows. Yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of spin Power Rangers Turbo, Power Rangers Ninjas. Well, There's... like he said, VR Troopers and... Yeah, um, and yeah, actual battle, spinoffs. What was it, BattleBots or something? Not BattleBots. Which bots, Power Rangers itself was a Beetle spinoff. Beetleborgs. Because they took all their fighting footage from a Japanese show. But did you guys know that... I, I, don't, I can't confirm which Ranger it is. I mean, I could look it up. But one of the uh, Power Rangers... Uh, is in prison for stabbing his roommate with a sword. Oh, I guarantee it was the Blue Ranger. The quiet, the quiet nah, one, dude, Billy. Billy? Yeah. Totally Billy. <laughs> I think oh. it was Jason, bro. But really? That, that fucking... The Red Ranger? Yeah, he the Red Ranger. Leader, bro. He always <laughs> had the sword. The Red Ranger. That, that pink <laughs> ranger. Kimberly. Mm. Everybody loved her. Yeah. Do you know how many and of my kids Gina have died, died because right? of her? That's a thing. How many of my potential children have been slain because of her? <laughs> Talking about a batch of babies that you just if left somewhere in a sock somewhere. 
Ricardo Jr. I'm sorry. I was never one of those in the shower type guys. I don't get that. Listen, yeah. it uh, it so was the Red Ranger. Nailed it. Ricardo Medina Jr. Oh. Yeah, you strike me more as a turn on some smooth jazz and light a whole bunch of candles and set the mood for yourself kind of guy. Mm-hmm. No. You strike me as more of the Black Ranger type. Ooh. <laughs> I hear he puts fish sauce on his bottle. <laughs> oh, boy. No, what I like to do is I like to open up a, a erotic story site where I read a story. I, I live with the characters. I embolden myself with what they're getting up to. Then I go to probably a little retro because I like a little bit of bush down there. I like to know it's an adult female. I know, weird, right? And then I prop my feet up on the desk, pop the chair back, Pop out one wet wipe, possibly two, because as I said last episode, the drugs caused me to have a delayed ejaculation. And then I usually look up a little Laura Gemser in the film uh, Malizia Erotica from Italy. There's one scene where she uh, goes into a young boy's room and jerks him off while his parents watch. It's quite tasteful. Zach's wishing he was deaf, not blind. I'm actually going to go with uh, Joey Lawrence from Brotherly Love with a... (laughs) Whoa! Whoa. I mean, no, this that is, was from Blossom. This yeah, episode is about what we got up to in the 90s, <laughs> and that's when I started jacking off. Before Randy continues. <laughs> this whole episode has been about Randy jacking off. <laughs> you got to stop saying jacking off. Randy such, gets real quiet and all weird passion. shit's in the corner, and then he comes out with something like that. He's been sitting on that for 20 minutes. You know what? But this is a story all about how his life got switched, turned upside down. Would you like to take a minute and sit right there? I'm going to tell you how I became the prince of Bel-Air. In West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Nobody? What? No. No chilling Fred. out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school in a couple of hours. <laughs> you to no good. Starting Start to make a trouble in my neighborhood. neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. <laughs> Ah, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, good old Will Smith. That fuck them. Carlton Carlton was the only good thing about it. Listen, because he knew how to behave. So, another great show went on. I honestly, personally, I think it went on way too long. Way too long. I like how they just switched the mom like nobody was yeah. going to know. Yeah. After what, like the second season <laughs> yeah. or something? Or was it the first? Well, do you guys know that they 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 actually did that stuff kind of quite a bit? Another famous show from that time. Uh, when sitcoms were kind of a thing, uh, was Roseanne, right? Yeah. And the older sister, oh, Becky. Yeah. They switched Becky. Switched Becky and like then the switched her season. back. Well, then uh, Family Matters with Steve Urkel. Mm-hmm. There was a younger sister, too, and she just vanished. Well, yeah, she just went away. That was that was actually uh, during the Thanos snap. <laughs> uh, got it. <laughs> so, we're forgetting about a couple of uh, really, really cool shows, and... And see, we're talking about sitcoms, and that's all great, but let's talk about the kid shows, because that's really what we're kind of focusing on here, right? Rocket Power. No. Clarissa Explains It All. No. Great show. The Tick. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No, oh, Great that. show. These are all kid shows. No, great show. But we're all forgetting one. Keenan and, it, and Kel. Did, did anybody ever want to conquer the crag? Oh, oh Guts. Global, Global Guts. guts. Dude, it was like the coolest show because you're like, man, I could do that. I could ride oh, yeah. a pedal bike around a track. Everybody wanted a piece of the crag. I Dude. think we're forgetting about Legends of the Hidden 
that was my that was gonna go into that one next. Yeah, Double I dare. totally stole the thunder on that one. Double Dare was fantastic, and and honestly, Mark Summers, the host of Double Dare, will only be the host of Double Dare. I don't care that they rebooted it; it's not Double Dare anymore. But I will say this: Mark Summers has a, another show that's called Unwrapped. There's twenty two seasons. It's fantastic. There is. There's twenty two seasons. They're wow. all on Discovery Plus. It's great. <laughs> Discovery Plus, if you're listening. Uh, but yeah, so. Adventures of or uh, Global Guts. You you had Legends of the Hidden Temple. I mean, these were all shows where you're like, I, I want to participate. How do I get on there? Oh yeah. They had all the kids game shows, right? Remember, uh, oh, what was the one? There was another one on Nickelodeon. Uh, Supermarket Sweep, right? Well, no, not Supermarket Sweep. They did have one though that was uh, like Toy Store Sweep for kids. Uh, thank you. That's it, Brent. Thank you. Figure it out. <laughs> Where you had to like guess the phrases and you know, no, no, you don't remember that one. I liked American Gladiators. Yes, <laughs> American Gladiator again. Nineties the video game. That Blade. was a bomb ass video uh, game. What? Live Nin- no. from Universal Studios in Hollywood, California. It's Nitro. American Gladiators. <laughs> Personally, Nitro was my favorite. <laughs> I actually really like the original series, Gladiators. I never saw that. Oh, it's fantastic. It's uh, obviously somewhere in the UK is where they film it. Yeah, um, yeah. They always weigh people in in stone. Coming in at twenty three point five stone <laughs> and two and a half meters. Well, they shot tennis balls. Remember they had the tennis ball cans. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just an awesome show. But I the the difference is the uh, the original. I feel like their obstacles were way more challenging, like extremely. Yeah. Like, night and day difference. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I've seen a lot of the original series. Well, and I think uh, American Gladiator morphed into a different show, and it's obviously not from the 90s, but I watched American Ninja Warrior? Yeah. And yeah. I honestly think some of those some of those challenges are, di- like, crazy. Man, like, they had ones, and again, I, I've seen a lot of American Gladiators, but not as much as I have of the original series. Uh-huh. And I watched it, like, recently, because they play it on, like, basic TV channels now. Um they have one where they're like on the ceiling and they have to like pedal with their feet and their hands. Yeah, they have that one on the regular American okay. Gladiator too. That, yeah. That's that's intense. Yeah, where they're ha- they're hanging off of like a a bar, a cross member and they have to pedal across it. That's back when people were dreamy. Yeah. You know, cuz they'd always have like well the, I'm sorry, but the women look pretty rough, but the guys <laughs> like the guys would come in and they'd be like like from Sacramento, California, John Elvin is a firefighter that specializes in kitten rescue, and he just have this like mullet for days, like golden well, that, blonde. That brings up another topic of the '90s. I think some of the best hair came out of the '90s, right? But I feel like the worst clothes, dude. <laughs> you're you're gonna tell me that you everything did not, was just rolled up. You didn't have your Jinko jeans only with my trench coat, Doug. <laughs> no, I. You that was remember, the bomb. Like early '90s, everything was big and like it looked like everybody was trying to wear my clothes. But then you like fast forward to the end of the '90s when people started wearing like low cut jeans and the whale tails. Yeah, oh yeah, it onto the Whoa, scene, dude. and there was nothing better than sitting in class and going, "Oh my god, <laughs> Christy wears a thong, <laughs> yeah. mother of God." It was just the best. Yeah, these uh. I uh, I watched a documentary the other day about the '90s, uh, prepping for the show, and it's it's interesting to think how 
you know, they have nostalgia, right? So in the in the in the '90s, you kind of you were nostalgic about like the '70s, yeah, and the '80s, and then the the 2000s, you know, we're kind of the we're bringing in the 90s right now. But yeah. everything was that 70s show. Everything was kind of how we remembered it because there wasn't so much uh documentation. There wasn't videos. People weren't taking videos with their phones or, or pictures, you know. It was you didn't have the streaming services back then. So when you watched a show, you watched it when it came on, and that was it. And you, oh, yeah. you hoped to catch a rerun, right? Or you set your VCR to record it. Right. You had to be a freaking astronaut to figure out how to work I was it. a genius as a kid. I figured <laughs> out I could hook two VCRs together and tape all the movies I rented to Hastings. But did you also, <laughs> did you also know Original how to, Pirate. How did you set the clock on that VCR, sir? With uh, some buttons? Well, obviously, I set it to fucking the time that it was in Tokyo because it was clearly manufactured in Japan. Factual chocolate, bud. But the funny story is with now with with technology so advanced, the kids don't have to go back and remember what it was like in the two thousands, right? Do you remember sitting next to a stereo with your finger on the record button and waiting to and push going, the click? Got it. Yes. Yep. Making mixtapes. I yep. stayed up many a nights doing that shit. What's that, Brent? Dude, making stayed up making mixtapes all the time, hitting the button, boom, record button. <laughs> Go, go, go. Do you guys remember, and I, I don't know if I, maybe I'm the only one that remembers this, but there was one song, super famous in the 90s, created a whole dance craze. It was Umbop, wasn't it? It was not Umbop. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Speaking so, of Spanish that nobody understands. There was the Macarena. Oh. And, and the funny part about that is I remember <laughs> one radio station played the Macarena for like 24 hours a day. Seven days a week for like two weeks straight. Yeah. It was just re- on repeat. <laughs> and then it turned out the DJ committed suicide to the song and like no one had broken in. <laughs> yeah, that's why it kept playing over and over. There were no commercials. It was actually the song that drove this him to like suicide. It's like huge, huge. <laughs> we'll, we'll FCC. Talk, we'll talk about that in, Violation. Our, in our next episode. Uh, our next episode is going to be music from the 90s. That'll then, be great. And then uh, our, that's going to be a long in episode. Our third yeah, part. Get your comfies on, listeners. Of this series is going to be movies from the '90s. Just off of Ace of Base alone, we're going to hit some rough patches. Hey, I hope you mm. saw the sign. I, I saw the sign. No, but all that she wants is another baby. What? She's gone tomorrow, boy. <laughs> what? I'll be a dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. Oh man, we got a lot to talk about with music. Love, be everything you need. We're gonna talk about boy bands and grunge. And the downfall of music was when that song came out. This is the story of a girl. I'm everything you need. I'm everything inside of you. We're not in the music episode. You know what I'm referencing, though. You're so gross. Who's bringing the Everclear? I got it. Oh. I'm actually taking that day off of work and the next day, too. God. The boys are ready. Yeah. 48-hour music marathon, dog. It's just going to be us karaoke the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Te- technically, we can play 15 seconds of every song. So Is that legal? Yep. 15 actually, seconds? Yep. 15 oh, seconds. Uh, DCA, Eve 6, you got it coming. fair use laws. 311, yep, you know same. what's up. 
and you could actually use more Whoa, as long as you're adding something to the content. Energy. So if uh, like if you're talking while the song is playing, then you're adding something to the content and making it your own, so it actually goes beyond the 15 seconds. Boom, fact. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanna I wanna wrap this up. I want to go through. We're gonna do. A, it's kind of becoming a thing here. Uh, the round table, if you will. But you are <laughs> my, my fire, the, the one, one desire. desire. Yes, I know. Oh, I can't wait for the music it's episode. It's too late, because I want it that way. But I want it that way. Tell me why. Oh my God! Our no, listener, no one got that part. Our listeners just dropped uh, <laughs> to the floor in awe of our magic. You mean their panties just hit the ground? Bitch. Let's talk about sploosh. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the '90s? As as a kid growing up through a really infamous decade, I mean, there was so much we didn't even touch on the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh yeah, I got I yeah. You know yeah. Yeah, that could be a whole. Days, that could be a whole another. This is going to be actually. This is a three season series on the nineties. <laughs> uh, we got OJ exactly. for four episodes, bitch. Uh, well, my my childhood was uh, quite interesting. So it's it's mostly just different flavors of bittersweet. Uh, so the, probably the period where I was like the uh, the kid at school who was like, okay, so I talked about can't hardly wait before, right? You remember the the geeky kid, the nerd, who he ends up getting drunk and then he sings Paradise City, and yeah. like he he is like the king, but like inside he's really just a geeky nerd. But like everyone loves him for that one night. That was like me all through high school. It was like I knew I was a loser, but for some reason because of the fact that I did not have a filter, like if like at one point like you know I had a uh, someone in class you know mentioned camel toe. And, like, everyone's, like, giggling underneath. Oh, camel toe! And my teacher, Tanya Perry, you know, she's, like, trying to get the... First and last name. Right? Uh, She was one of my favorite teachers. Brings up another huge point of the 90s was uh, (laughs) teacher-student relationships. (laughs) Everyone is, like, snickering and whatnot, and she's trying to just move past it. And I just kind of blurt out, what's a camel toe? (laughs) And, like, she looks at me, and she she glares daggers for, like, five seconds. And I'm just, like, stone eyes. Like, I'm matching her, like... What's camel toe? And this is like I'm 13, 14. This is high school. And she's like, okay, Randy, camel toe is when a young lady is wearing clothes so tightly that you can see her. You can see down there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, like, she turns back around to the board. And I'm just like, like, if I had a pair of sunglasses on my head, just everyone looking at them going, yeah, that's fucking right. (laughs) So, like, that point of the 90s. So, for me, it would have been like, and this was also the time that Buffy the Vampire Slayer came on, my favorite show in the 90s. Uh, 1997-ish. So the last three years of the 90s was really excellent for me. And then I turned 18, <laughs> 2000, and life sucks. Yeah. So that was like 2001. I got dark and sad. Yeah. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer was your highlight. Okay. Buffet, bro. Now, now, that's not what you're supposed to take from that, buffet. cocksucker. What's your, what is your favorite show of the 90s, huh? Well, that wasn't the question. Oh, no. Now I'm asking. I'm interjecting. What's your favorite show of the 90s? Well, to be honest, my favorite show of the 90s was The Simpsons. Huge Simpsons fan. Yeah, I shouldn't have even episodes. asked. I know this. No, that's fair. That's fair. Simpsons was good. It was, it was not only good, it was great. It was great. 
it's was. Still, it's still pretty good. No, Family Guy 2.0 is great. Yeah, I went there. Anyway. But what what was your favorite part of the 90s? Was it the toys? Was it the music? Was it the movies? Was it just all of it? Like, if uh, you could go back and relive the 90s, would you do it? Oh, absolutely. Fuck yes. Like, if, if we're talking about, like, the time travel thing, like, if I could go back to the 90s and relive it knowing what I know now. Well, fuck everybody yeah. would do that. I'd all invest in Google and be Zoogle. Yeah, Amazon but, like, dog. but if I go told you... If I told you you could start back at any decade, like would I start back at the 80s, like basically from birth, knowing what I know now? No, because that would be really fucking creepy having to spend the first two years shitting and pissing my pants, <laughs> you know? Well, no, I, I was just saying, would you relive it as an adult? Like if the 90s came back, are you okay with it? Oh, yeah. Anything's better than now. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, pandemic. Uh, Big J. Oh, favorite part of the 90s. I think it was probably that I was allowed to be a kid. You know, I didn't have to grow up. There was no internet. There was no, you know, you'd go to school and somebody would be an asshole and be a bully to you or whatever. But then you'd leave and they couldn't get you. You know, I mean. Or you beat their ass. Unless yeah. they were your brother. You were, <laughs> you were, you were allowed to be a kid in the 90s, which was pretty badass when you see how messed up some kids are today and it's kind of the last decade where kids were really allowed to be kids oh yeah you know and and we were allowed to basically run wild and do stupid shit and you know instead of charges being filed and you have to do time in the detention center and you know then you've got a record and yada 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 you know your parents would kick your ass and be like hey uh uh-uh that's not how we do and you know we just we had a chance to i don't know live our lives and grow up a lot differently than they are now. And I, I really looking back, appreciate that. And, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of nice to, you know, you'll see people, Oh, I'm getting off of social media all of December. Oh, like, yeah, we didn't have that. <laughs> you know, if you wanted, we had a little known thing called MySpace. Yeah, if, if you wanted to call somebody, you had to take, pick up the phone and you had to dial a set of numbers that would get you to talk to that person. And if they were home, they might answer. You always dreaded the parents answering, though, like, Oh, yeah. yeah is, is, uh, is Jared home? Hey, can I talk to Rachel? Why? <laughs> Never mind. Click. I was just kidding. Bye. <laughs> Kylander? All right. Uh, I, I want to share two quick memories that really encompass the most nostalgic and comfortable warm blanket feeling of the 1990s for me. Okay. One was uh, about twice a month. Maybe once a month, twice a month, my aunt would pick us up, uh, my brother and I up, and and say, okay, like, what are we doing today? And so one of my favorite memories from the 90s was, well, we got to go see Jackie Chan First Strike. Oh, yeah. So we went and saw Jackie Chan First Strike at the theater and then went over to the mall and she bought us a new pair of Skechers. And that was just like, ah, man. That's a that was. This is a, the height of luxury. This is the height of luxury. I just saw Jack, Jackie Chan's first strike. There was an entire underwater fight scene in that movie. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> and a ladder fight. That's cool too. Super big ladders. I gotta I gotta say too. Uh, I think movie theaters in the '90s were way better. Yeah, I agree. We had drive-ins. And 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 my second part to this was uh, 
my best friend lived next door to me and uh in the late 90s his parents separated and i went over to his house and i you know knock on the door <laughs> and his dad answers <laughs> he's got he's got just army pants on no shoes no socks no shirt and a watch <laughs> and he's like what and i was like could travis play and he's like no he's not here and i said oh when's he coming back and he looks at his watch stares at it for a good four or five seconds and he goes he'll be home tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) oh man that that actually brings up a good point because the 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 family model changed in the 90s you had a lot more uh separated parents yet divorce became a huge thing you know it became just normalized and uh and i get it i mean there was a lot of relationships back in the day that just probably should not have stayed together all those years um and are still together you're like oh how are they together and they're like i don't fucking know (laughs) it just had to be uh but but single parents became a thing you know working women became a thing um, yeah, square-shouldered business suits, man. Hey, we all remember designing women. I know Brent's been holding off this whole time, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. To <laughs> I've just been the wait. shoulder pads. <laughs> I've been. T- <laughs> Can't wait. Can't where's, wait. Where's, where's Anthony? <laughs> when are we going to talk about Gloria Vanderbilt? Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, sense. no, I mean that was kind of a big deal. Is it w- was kids started living in two houses and Allie they, McBeal, dog. Y- I mean, y- come on. <laughs> Single female lawyer. Hey, hey, the dancing baby. We all remember the yeah. dancing baby. Yeah. Or the episode where the little cancer kid wanted to sue God. Yep. Touching. Touched by an angel. I just I just remember Sad all the hot bachelors she had coming on. I'm like, dude, how is she scoring this kind of trim? Bon Jovi and Robert Downey? How does she not have John chlamydia? Bon I just don't get it. Well, Maybe she did. John she bon Jovi. <laughs> She just hides it well. Oh, we're going to talk about some Von Powers Los Muertos. What, what's her name? Clarissa Flockhart? Callista Flockhart. Callista. Callista Flockhart. Placenta Flockhart. I think you were about to say Claire Forlani. I wonder where she's at Joe Black. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Kyle Hunter's still got a huge she's, crush. Dude, she's, she's chilling with... She's chilling with... <laughs> well, you'd have to scooch Harrison Ford out of the way. So... No problem. <laughs> no, I totally get it, I'm though. I'm more that charming. Is, that is a uh, he's kind of weak. That is a good point to bring up, though. Like you said, it, it's something that stuck with you clearly all these years. Yeah, I'll be home tomorrow. <laughs> all right, and and then you left and went about your day. You found something else to do, right? <laughs> now the kids are like, "I'm gonna go uh, have a sleepover," and you're like, "You're home." No, we're having a FaceTime sleepover. It's FaceTime sleepover. What the fuck? You you know data's not free, right? <laughs> Get off the goddamn internet. <laughs> it's all that withy shit, man. So, Brentus of Brockingham, mm-hmm. or Lord A. Brentus of Brockingham, however the fuck he wanted us to say it. <laughs> what is your what is your nineties? You know, honestly, from now on, you can just call me Radley Mancakes. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm trying. We'll, we'll start calling you RMC. You just can, ooh. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. DJ RMC R- to R- the M- stage. RMC on the mic. What? <laughs> MC DJ RMC to you. 
Give it to us, dude. Mine, mine's definitely got to be a music thing. Yeah. So, like, strictly with you know, Katie being my sister, who was six years older than me, so she was. I don't know how old she was old. going through the whole '90s thing. <laughs> Jared, age, she was born Jay, the same. She, she was born the same year you were. <laughs> she was born in the fucking '80s. She's man. just old as shit. <laughs> Which wait a minute, I was too shit. Yeah, but so, you were born in like '89 and a half. Get out of here. '89 and a half. <laughs> you sweet summer child. I know. I'm, I'm a '90 baby. Woo. Were you really? Yeah, I was born in '90. I'll turn 31 this year. What? <laughs> so one of this my, is your my decade we're talking about, buddy. The 90s is Meh. literally sitting down here in the room when I was growing up in the room across from this one. Okay. And in case you all wondered, that, the studio, also known as the basement office, also known as my house, is the house that my wife and her brother grew up in. Just to clarify. There's fucking ghosts down here, too. Confirmed. Confirmed. So, Ghost hunters, if you're listening. Ghost hunters, please. <laughs> Ghost of massive turds I've taken in the toilet. Yeah, well, yeah, it was before you Those were are called around. farts. Yeah. Gross, you're yucky. <laughs> Ghost of farts future. So the room across the way is, if I had that room in, like, fourth grade. And I remember I... My parents had just allowed me to move down into that room because we we played the room shuffle. Because I mean, fuck, dude, this house is fucking huge. It's it's not that big. Don't, uh, make, you know, don't make it sound like that. <laughs> so we're gonna thirty six rooms, nineteen bathrooms, and forty six fireplaces. It's, it's I big. Mean, it's like the Winchester technically, Mansion. Technically, a five bedroom house is pretty gnarly, dude. But. I remember drawing on the fucking sheetrock walls and doing shit in like fourth grade. And the writing's still there. Li- Dude, 90s was a twist listening ending. Listening to like so. Smashing Pumpkins and God, what was it? It was Smashing Pumpkins and there was Tool involved and Rage Against the Machine because it was like the radio station. I bet you're a real No Doubt fan. Uh, Tragic Kingdom is by far one of the best albums ever made. There you go. It's... Remember when they were ska? I do. They still were ska, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is they were ska back then. And they still are ska, bro. Bull fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Prove me wrong. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah. That's pretty ska to me. Oh, man. I forgot about that until right now. Girl say, girl say. All the boys but get the girls it, in the back. It was always that shit. Stuff. It was like, dude, it was the album. It was the Smashing Pumpkin, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins albums. The what is it? Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Despite all my rage, I yeah, still exactly. just ready. Ready to cage. <laughs> I do love that song. I actually cho- I chose it for one of my many projects that never made it to the silver screen. I might have to push uh, the movie one up and put the music one to the last just to keep you guys in suspense. Oh, it actually gives us more time to think, so it'll just be a longer <laughs> a longer episode for all of you at home. So put your comfies on, get you a cup of tea or whatever. Do, it, do whatever you want. You do. All I'm talking about the music episode is some Smash Mouth. But, I mean, the 90s, it takes me back to that, and then it also takes me back to sixth grade with the goddamn Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Zoot Zoot Riot. Riot. Throwback a bottle of beer. I just remember hearing that shit when we were I was on my way to class in sixth grade. And just dude, it was too much. 
Music was a big thing for me. Did you listen to any Bob Marley? No, actually, I didn't. Oh, interesting. I mean, you know, Sorry for that weird segue. You know, there was a whole lot of Sublime, though, for some reason. Yeah. You okay there, Big Cheeks? No, I'm fine. Okay. Clearly, the music was the huge thing for you guys. Seems to me. Music was a huge thing I, for me. I think it was like all encompassing, man. It was the movies, I mean, dude, the, the 90s music, in the, was pretty much the like, attitude. I mean, it was very much like this, like, you know, late 60s, early 70s kind of, hey, peace, man. All yeah. groovy, you know? I mean, it was it's totally awesome. For me, bro. music was a part of the 90s for me, but it wasn't 90s music for me. The only music from the 90s that I remember is the bad 90s music. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Like the course. My fire. We're not doing that again. Yeah, no. but here's the thing. We when we <laughs> were all te- to that right now. When we were all teenagers, <laughs> we hated on the boy bands. Oh yeah. But now we look back and like they were fucking bumping, yo. No, Listen, they were just getting no, all they're bitches. Bad. I'm in love with the girl. <laughs> they on were just getting well, started. Have you heard JT lately? Fuck, Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. They were smart. They yeah. they were smart. They, no, some adult was smart well, and capitalized off true. of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> New kids on the block got molested. Well, it's like I think it was NSYNC. They said Back. after like two years, they got like a check for ten thousand dollars. I don't know if that's true or not, but fact check. I mean, we'll, let, we'll talk about that in the music episode. Okay. What, what was your memory, yeah. Zachary? Come on, give it up. Open up to us. I don't know if I can. It's really deep. Dude, there's a it's lot of that shit deep. that happened in the 90s. Like, dude, that's just like a couple from us. Well, so, obviously, my mom was single. Mm. Your, your mom was single, right? Some of the time. Some of the time. Yeah, my mom was pretty much single the whole time. She got married in, like, 96. I mean, my mom had boyfriends, but they were all losers. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening. But I think we can all agree. Uh, and, you know, it. I just... For me, I gotta go with Jared on this. It was time to be a kid. I mean, I remember... My parent or my parents, my mom, ma'am, would go over to uh, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Stabby Horace, ma'am, ma'am. change my sacks. Uh, I remember, you know, for for parents in the '90s, leaving your kids at home was kind of a norm. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had a key I wore around my neck. I'm not gonna lie, I was a latchkey kid, if that's what you want to call Dude, it. Dude, we all had keys on our backpacks, bro. But, uh, oh yeah. Well, mine was a shoelace around my neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> whatever. So Dude, I always uh, had a shoelace. It was like a, a piece of yarn attached to my backpack, so I never lose a goddamn thing. Okay, so no one else had a cool frog in their yard with a little slot built in it for a key? Fucking losers. Uh, no, we had a coffee can full of cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> sat, sat under that? Dude, the it 90s did. were still untrustworthy <laughs> back then, bro. Your mom was a fucking woke person. I mean, it was. you think about this, so it was... Uh, it was a different time, you know. My mom smoked in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to hold it against her. It wasn't kind of a known thing that it was as bad as it is. And whatever, you know, we watched horror movies, and parents would leave you home. And I remember, I remember as a child, you'd you'd call the bar because you, you we had all the numbers written down. <laughs> yeah, you know? you'd call Barnaby's and be like, "Yes, yeah, is, is Susan there?" And they're Dude, like, "It wasn't even." Is there a Susan? Dude, it wasn't even like. You had the number on a wall. It was like you knew the number as a child. Well, eventually well yeah, I called Lake yeah. Hazel Lane so many times. It was three six two bull. Nice. I, I still remember. Uh, my what lady are you looking for? Um, I'm actually looking for my parents. Yeah. No, all the time. Sean beat me up. 
Pete! I remember. Pete, your kid's on the goddamn phone again. Sean's kicking his ass. Our phone number for a good, I don't know, it must have been seven or eight years. Shut up, I'll beat his ass when I get home. Our phone number was 887-1998. And I remember for a whole year, I would just tell people, they would ask phone number. I'd be like, yeah, it's 887 a year. Ladies and gentlemen, all please call that number from now on. <laughs> that's Every that's day. funny because my number when I was a kid was five two two one nine nine seven. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please call that number too. <laughs> I'm not, was, I didn't give you an area code, so go ahead and guess it. Three six two four two three two. Two oh eight area code. <laughs> my parents still have the same number that they've had for like my entire life, so I'm not saying. it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So uh, your you parents, guys, you guys you. remember the song eight six seven five three zero nine, right? Yeah, I got it. So. Uh, you guys called that as a kid? <laughs> Nicely done. But it's I on every bathroom it, stall everywhere. It. So did you guys ever call that number as a kid? No. Every, no, but did. I called Tommy Two-Tone once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> S- segway. So anyways, real quick, before he tells the cool story, uh, me, uh, me and someone else decided to call the number, and I think, I can't remember if it was me or them that did it, but we got whoever was on the other side of the line, and we like, you know, do you got it? Do you got the number? And the person, I guess, must have had this happen before. And they're like, do you think that person was from Idaho? <laughs> and we were like, uh, uh, "Like, yeah, they're from New York, dumbass. <laughs> and I just remember not wanting to call because it would have been long distance and I would have literally and died. Back in the 90s, they spent three hours looking up the area code for New York City. <laughs> How do we find it? I don't know. If we should you... start at the library. Shit. If you think about it. Card index? Uh, yeah, right. Ghostbusters with the card index. Uh, that's not a thing anymore. Just call information, bud. <laughs> you remember, you had star six seven, star six nine, yeah. right? Star six seven was any time you were going to do a prank phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Block your number, bro. How many Lock times did we number. all make prank phone calls? How oh. many didn't we do? Right? I Simpsons. mean, that was a thing in the 90s. Yeah, and it did become kind of popularized. By the Simpsons. And the Jerky Boys. And the Jerky Boys. You got it. Yeah. I remember I would always do, uh, I would call people and then I would do short round from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. No, I just your short round, Rand. No time for love, Dr. Jones. Always time for love. Made no sense, but I would call up, like I call it like a veterinary clinic. It didn't matter, and I would just call them and do that. Just like a dumbass. I was a horrible <laughs> child because I called a limo service, prank called a limo service, and I told them that I was going to need the biggest seats that they had available <laughs> because my wife was so ginormous. <laughs> She's never been out of the house for like 12 years, but I really need to get her out. And so I'm taking her to Wendy's, and so I need you can't say technically that's logical. <laughs> Look, you can't say that now because there's a whole show dedicated to that. Fat women riding <laughs> extra wide seat limos. My 600 to pound life. Oh yeah, you can't mm. say that now. Yeah, it's not it's not a prank. It's it's hurtful. My lady love in her limo seat <laughs> chariot. What about Ding Dong Ditch? Oh yeah, all the time. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest prank ever, am I right? <laughs> oh man, I remember. I remember one time as a kid, and we were young, dumb. Uh, instead of knocking, we'd were throw rocks. Free? We lived in a we lived in an apartment complex, 
that was also surrounded by multiple other apartment complexes. It was like a row of just a road God, filled he, with apartments. He, he rang the neighbor's doorbell. And no, 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 no. <laughs> we went to an, we, we went across the street, and we knew the guy that lived there. We didn't really know him, but we all had stories about him. I, you know, thinking back, I'm like, he was just a stoner guy having a good time listening to music. That was no, it. No, man, it was old man but, Trapper, and he had a crazy-ass dog in the back. Well, yeah. <laughs> he so, had a hard-on for kids, not in a weird way. We threw a rock <laughs> at his door. We threw a rock at his door. I think I threw on it, and my buddy threw on it, and my brother threw on it. So they all kind of hit, right, to simulate knocking. That was our whole theory behind it. And then we all took off running across the street back to my apartment. Like, they're not going to see us. <laughs> we ran just straight back. And our, our apartment was on the end of the building, first floor. Like, you could clearly see us go right in the door. <laughs> the cop showed up. Like, I don't know, an hour and a half later. Like, we're all sitting there having a good time. And the cops show up. And they literally just kind of push their way in. And they're, like, questioning us. Apparently, there was a... a car that got broke into and they thought it was us and because apparently somebody broke into that same dude's car that night (laughs) so they're like where are your parents and of course our parents were at the bar so we're like calling our parents the cops are here like back then a little different but all of our parents come rolling in (laughs) one vehicle obviously and it was not driven by a taxi driver (laughs) but uh and it was funny because we were all like terrified. This guy's like, "You guys go to jail." Blah, blah, blah. Our parents came in and were like, Mm-mm. "I know you didn't just talk to my kids. You're gonna walk out that door." Except it was a lot louder and a lot more words. <laughs> and the cops were like, "All right, bye." And I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> you couldn't do that now. When I was a kid, my mom was and still is a secretary at a uh, juvenile detention center. Oh. So when they were first building the brand new facility in Twin Falls, we went oh, in there. Way to give it away, bud. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so when they're first building the new center in Random Town, USA, <laughs> we we go in there and I'm looking at the the cells, you know, and they're these little tiny rooms. They're gray, and my mom goes, "Go lay on the bed." And I was too big to lay on the bed, like I was too long. I didn't fit. And she goes, if you screw up, you're going to wind up here. And I was just like, yep, never want to do that. And then we went, <laughs> they were closing the old jail up on top of the courthouse. Yep. And we went up there as they were closing it. And she showed us the old jail. Time for another. And it was just super, super true. I mean, you couldn't do that now. You can take your kid to a freaking prison and be like, this is prison. You don't want to go here. You know what? Funny story. My mom did the same thing, except she told me if I fucked up, I'd still be living with her when I'm 37. <laughs> and you're with your roommate. Yeah. Thank God you got a roommate. Yeah. See, you guys thought you were funny. I'm better. Hey, your roommate's actually pretty cool. That's all I'm saying. I'd hit it. <laughs> she would chew you up and spit you out. Randy's roommate, if you're listening. She, she has a tattoo of a penguin on her shoulder named Herman. I was going to make a joke about swallowing, but have I'm you ever not. met this guy? He eats fucking. He wants to get chewed up and spit out, dog. Have you met my mother? Girl, yes, I have met your mother. No, you've, I've never you've met seen my mom. mother in passing. Are you saying she's all she's chewy a ball and buster? Spitty? I can see that. Oh my god, dude! I have. I didn't hear what you said. So. Oh, my mother's a ball buster. Kyle was paying attention to where I was going. Fair enough. I, I I love her dearly. She has been there for me. She, you know, my father left the picture when I was five years old. She raised four kids pretty much on her own. Uh, so she had to be a ball buster. Uh, she is. 
like as someone who has worked in customer service, Dude. I would have hated to see my mother come in. Dude, the the way that he is describing her is is, a, hey Jay, you know what? She's gonna just fucking break your dick off and take it home with her. <laughs> okay, put it this you way. Can you you yeah, couldn't you handle my mom. <laughs> my mother. Jesus. My mother fuck you so hard, boy. <laughs> my mother is Sarah Connor in T one and T two simultaneously. Oh, Some no. sometimes like. You know, my birthday, she will still make me, you know, some biscuits and gravy. She'll make me a BLT. She and, just, like, comes in with a BLT and, and then, biscuits and gravy just And then someone at, Target, someone at Target will not have the item for the price that was advertised when she got there. And she will suddenly be like, hey, Doc, how's the knee? Like, it is scary. Just, like, kicking people's knees out for no reason. <laughs> Listen, I love Randy's mom. She's one of the coolest ladies I've ever met. She is literally just a no-nonsense, tell you how it is. She's got to put and, up with Randy. But I will tell you this. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, yeah. She would literally just give you the shirt off her back if she thought it was going to help you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing Randy. Yeah. That's Randy's mom listens. I will not I make will... sweet, passionate love to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> roommate. I won't make passionate love to your roommate. No. Uh, no, the fact that you think Why she you would let you, so like the fact that you think you would be in control of the love making that would oh, happen. No, she'd have me in a gimp mask and have me bent over a fuck chair, dude. I'd be doomed. Yeah. Randy, oh. we need another gimp mask. Hey. Mine's not working. Hey, give me hey. yours. Need some fish sauce. <laughs> I, that's, I, that's I've, the callback. I, I've seen her oh, massager. God. You better bring your A game. Oh, oh. You better bring your massager. Oh, 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 oh boy. Oh, Rand. Oh, Too far. No. Mom, if you're listening. It's a diesel-powered dildo. It's a massage <laughs> wand. Dude, it looks like something that one of those not-German rocket scientists would make. Very very third-world and communist. <laughs> you know, have, have you seen the massagers that the uh, the CrossFit guys use? Where it's, it's, a steel, like, it's like a steel ball on the end of a drill. And you like you, they did a video where they put it on a guy's hand and then his fingers turn like turbo, like yeah. uh, Tim Allen in Zoom. So I oh, have God. one of those things. Yes, and I actually I call it the dildozer. That's <laughs> the dildozer. <laughs> you I'm fucking rubbing my back, dog. Well, Kyle, bring it over I need Kyle, to try this thing out on my back. Not the thing that popped else. in my head when you just said that was Jeff Goldblum in the back of a jeep going, "You did it." <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch you did it that is a perfect name for that so uh, for the record jay you're probably gonna be fucking Rand's mom tonight <laughs> <sighs> well i mean no nope, listen not gonna need that. let's be honest if you let's could pick be. one person in this room to be your stepdad it's gonna be big jay Vote Kyle. Son. Vote Kyle for stepdad. We'll put it out to our well, listeners. I mean, we'll let our listeners pick. Would pick it, it, would, it would be awkward to have a father figure who isn't taller than me. You're about my height. Uh, this conversation's going odd. <laughs> left field, foul ball. Okay, Hitting, okay. A, with a him, I got to play with face. a tractor. Yeah, I want to I, I want to sh- share this when we're still in left field. Uh, I'm not gonna. Does this relate? I'm to not the gonna 90s? give too much away. No, not at all. <laughs> a, a, a job I had in the past, 
I had a boss who was a big time bodybuilder, athlete, and trained fighter and black belt in martial arts. Sounds Where like the and fuck did you he work? He was huge and did you work intimidating. For jo- did you work Yoke. for Joe Rogan? No, no, no. But he was huge uh, and intimidating. And one day he came he into work and I told him that I have my sights set on his mother just because <laughs> I thought it'd be great to be his stepdad. And I would play Nintendo with him. And he could be the boss at work, but I'm the boss at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you woke up and chose violence. How did that? How did that go for you? Oh, you he may, thought it was hilarious. You may be the boss at work, but I am the boss at Thanksgiving. That's exactly what I told him verbatim. <laughs> I'm actually gonna try that at uh, work. Well, <laughs> and see, the, the great thing is, if he's a true badass, that means like nothing to him. It's like. If a guy is like insecure, hearing that is gonna be like, you know, like what the fuck? Think you have power over me? But if a guy is like Andre the Giant, where he literally knows his farts could blow you into the next city, anything you say is just like, oh, look at the cute yes, little person. Yes, and that's that's exactly him. He's uh, he could pinch your head off, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> like I look at him and it's like this guy would just he kill me. He would kill me. It's, it's like it's destroy the, it's, you. But that's why it's fun. It's this. It's the <laughs> Superman conundrum. People are like, why is Superman so white bread? Why is he just so cool as a cool as a cucumber? It's like, because to every single person that he comes across, he is a god. I we are all you. cardboard cutouts. Why? I mean, think about it. If you had the powers of a god, wouldn't you just be sweet as cake to everyone, pretty much, except for like the truly horrible people in the world? I would just like if I had the powers of a god. This whole podcast, I would literally get like a wireless headset, and I would just go around giving everyone nice back massages. That's as far as you would go with your powerful skills? (laughs) During the podcast. (laughs) Okay. okay, okay. Well, Brent has been complaining about a knot in his back. Go work it out. But for (laughs) you, I would subconsciously be sending naughty thoughts to your mother. Well, I was just going to say, I mean. About everyone in this room. (laughs) If if, if I'm sitting in the chair and you're behind me, and I just pretend it's not you, you could blow hot breath in my ear and kiss on my neck a little while you did it. Yeah. He's going to do that anyway. So. uh, (laughs) Happy con candy day, daddy. Big J. On the context of the conversation that was just a few minutes ago. Would you go into uh, Randy's room? You're over, let's let's imagine you're over visiting Randy at his roommate's house. And <laughs> I never got to play catch. And uh, you know his roommate says, "Hey, I want you to meet my new guy." Would you be the guy that walked in and said, "Hey, Death Lord 1085"? <laughs> Death Lord 1085. I haven't heard that you. name in ten years. <laughs> Remember when you drop shotted me? And I swore I'd fuck your mother. I told you. It was a sweet 360 no scope. And actually, my gamer tag back then was probably Spike. Just Spike? Beaver yeah. Hole 69. Spike, because that's the name of my favorite character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, bro, you got in way too deep if you were just Spike. It was probably Spike 1952 Okay. To be honest, I don't think they had numbers back then. It was, it was no, it was a spike, and I had an equal sign in front and in back. Oh yeah, that's why. Fuck yeah, bro. There you go. Mm. I had like eight equal signs. Look him up. It's on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, Spike, if you're listening, sorry. (laughs) And then a parenthesis facing (laughs) to the left. (laughs) That's a that's a closed parenthesis. What's our what's our turnaround on recording to air? One week. 
We're really one week right no, now? Two weeks uh, we're two weeks. Okay. Two weeks out. Just curious. <laughs> when not That's actually home? the length no. of this episode because let's just dive into movies, boys. <laughs> Listen, All right, let's go. It Here was go. it was two weeks. However, now it's on and two hours. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Drink your tea. I'm just curious how long I have to check the classifieds for a new place to live. <laughs> 24 hours. Because she might be giving Jared my room. Listen, all I'm saying. Oh, no, we don't. We, we're gonna share a room. Oh, is <laughs> if the five of us okay. all just threw in thing. a couple hundred bucks, we could rent a house. Like I was gonna say, true. I don't Put want a big, big studio bunk bed. We're going full water bed. Listen, that's something we're gonna talk about down the road. What the? So, all right. You don't think that your mom's gonna share a room with him? <laughs> No, 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 no. no. Wait, They're not going to be married, bed, bud. Going to another room. They're not going to be married. She's not a harlot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. How dare I think of her like this? I know. That's that's hurtful, bud. <sighs> Ladies that's and gentlemen. Hurtful. Personally, I find myself to be a slut for this. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen of this podcast. This shit got derailed real quick. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We will actually have a uh, live podcast with uh, Randy's roommate (laughs) and uh, get her insight on this whole conversation after uh, it airs and she listens to it. uh, Technically, we're probably just going to have to start doing it at Rand's house, man. Well, it's true. Maybe we can have her on for the music music episode. Yeah. Because you want to know who her two favorite uh, music artists are? Who's that, bud? First one's Garth Brooks. Steven Tyler's. The second one is Chris Gaines. Thank you. Go fuck yourself. I saw him moving for the mute button. I'm like, not this time, bitch. So next week, we're going to talk about uh, some more 90s stuff because it is just a nostalgic decade, obviously. And somewhat sad uh, decade. (laughs) But with sadness comes humor, usually. I think we all reached a certain state of nirvana in the 90s. Oh, man. Hey. Courtney Love. There were there were parts of it that were like a you know shot to the face, but <laughs> but I'm okay. that that bitch did it. We all know it. Ooh, Monica. <laughs> Give that man a cigar. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Cowabunga, dudes. I'm not saying penis. Yeah, not, not.